For your listening pleasure, TFYLP for short. Join us as Weird Wolf, Insane Galvatron, Sideburn 2, God Convoy, Mirai Baby, Matsmay Ryu, and Plasticon Reviews discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. And now, without further ado, here is Weird Wolf. Now, where did I put that corner stuff? Hello everyone and welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure. This is episode number 68, recorded November 7th, 2013. I am Weird Wolf, along with me here in uh, in studio <laughs> is Mike Lyons, a.k.a. Swade66. Um, and uh, also with me is Insane Galvatron. Hello. And Cyburn2. What's up everybody? As well as Trans Jazz, a.k.a. Chad Williams. What's up? <laughs> He's uh, also broadcasting from his... Uh, Forehead. Mo- <laughs> his mobile <laughs> studio. <laughs> um, and also joining us uh, later will be uh, Plasticon Reviews. He was running a little bit late, so... Um, he- He's kind of in part while we're uh, we decided to push it back a little bit. Plus, uh, tasty dinner was running a little bit late and some uh, other activities. So uh, we uh, we kind of pushed it back, but we're trying to push for an eight o'clock uh, start time from now on, um, and no with no later than eight thirty. Uh, this way, we can wrap up uh, sometime before, before midnight. midnight. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, you know. I, I really don't have a problem with going that late, but uh, I know some people, it's hard for some people to stay up if they want to watch it live uh, to uh, uh, stay up that late. And uh, I figure if we don't go any uh, later than 10 o'clock, then, you know, uh, on on most nights, then that'll be better for our listeners and all, as well as our podcasters. So Yeah, because my problem is my you know computer that I podcast from is in the bedroom and my wife doesn't stay up that late. So well, she does. She does, but not for podcasting. No, well, not necessarily. <laughs> no, I mean, she's yeah. usually in bed. Yeah, yeah, I caught him right there. Yeah, so, no, no, she don't stay up that late. <laughs> no, we usually do that in the morning. We we prefer morning. Oh, oh, thank hey, you. As long as we don't have a split broadcast like we did the first night I was on. <laughs> oh yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the content was terrible, and the and the broadcast was terrible. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're uh, uh, Sway sixty six. He's uh, he's by here and uh, um, kind of showing him some things with the podcast and and uh, we've kind of been doing some some dealing and uh, also tomorrow we're going to do some stuff with the uh, uh, the photography side of things and and kind of uh, kind of try to have a little fun with that. I was and, hoping Greg would come, but he's still half closed. No, Greg's already come. So well, so what? <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome, fella. I don't do that for everybody. Yeah, he, he's he's into all kinds of grab assery. <laughs> Picard face palm. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, kind of the the weird camera angle that I'm I'm on right now is uh, is is a little bit different. I kind of move the the webcam back so that we're face palm. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that we could fit two people in the screen, but uh, two ass-kicking monsters. Yeah, thank you. Yes, okay. fist fist bump. Yeah, yeah, that was all me. Just so everybody knows, I did that. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Right. <laughs> Let's get the show started. Thanks. But all right, uh, so wait, just leaving. We're out of here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, want to remind people that uh, we are broadcasting live. Uh, if you want to chat with us on uh, on the YouTube comment section uh your what happened now the youtube yeah is we're on like we're batman we're broadcasting on YouTube. <laughs> why? is it like the batman i'm yeah. just asking why yes. are you getting so upset the youtube we're broadcasting on the youtube <laughs> um if you want to leave comments in the comment section, and uh, if it's pertinent to the show, we'll we'll mention your comment or question on air. And uh, sometimes, if it's not pertinent, yeah, even if it's not pertinent, if it's not, we will ridicule you mercilessly. Yes, just so you know. Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter at tfylp. Uh, we're monitoring that as well. So if uh, if you have any tweets for us uh, during the bo- uh, broadcast. Um, feel free to do so. Also, uh, if you're listening to us on the downloaded version of the podcast, um, yeah, there is a live version of this broadcast that you are listening to. Um, uh, we broadcast it once a week, usually on Thursday, but not always. Um, and uh, you can check us out on YouTube. There's links to it on tftalk.net and uh, all over our uh, little network that we have. Um before we go into anything further, uh, if you've been following the Twitter and the Facebook page, you will find out that, uh, or will have seen that we have a promotion uh, that we are going to start up. I'm announcing it right now. I have not put up the images or anything yet to uh, work with it on, uh, on on Facebook or on the website yet, but uh, if not tonight, I will get to that tomorrow uh, for sure, so you can check that out. But we are driving for our 100th YouTube subscriber. Um, since we just started this YouTube channel about a month and a half, two months ago, um, with uh, with regular broadcasts, uh, we're trying to promote this channel. And um, we're starting out at 100 subscribers uh, first. And then uh, as we drive toward 500 subscribers, um, we're going to go with a, a nicer prize. And then uh, once we reach a thousand subscribers, uh, we want to go with a really nice prize. So the prizes will ex- uh, escalate uh, as our YouTube subscribership uh, grows. So that's that's kind of how it goes. I mean, if a lot of people may say, "Well, your prize is small," but yes, it is small, but it's really cool. And we know how to use it. Yes, yeah, it's not it's not the size of the prize. It's how you, it's how you how exactly. you handle it. <laughs> um, the quick uh, rundown of it is how it works. Um, basically, uh, you need to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You need to join our Facebook group, which is an open Facebook group. Just ask to join, and uh, either me or Sideburn2 or Plasticon will approve your uh, joining. And on any message board that you post on, uh, I will have a image and a link that you can copy and paste and put it in your signature on your mess on the message boards uh, that you go to and what that signature link will do is uh, link back to our website tftalk.net uh, it'll help promote the website and also tell people that you're a listener of tfylp and we thank you for that um, after we have reached 100 subscribers uh, any uh, subscriber who is subscribed and is not affiliated with the crew 
or cast of TFYLP uh, is eligible oh, I can't to win. win? No, you I can't was gonna, win. Cyber. I was going to try to rig it. <laughs> I was going to make 100 YouTube accounts. Yes. Um, but, yeah, if uh, we will pick one person out of the 100 subscribers that we have. And if uh, we uh, once you get onto Facebook, and this is important, once you get onto Facebook, uh, post your username that you post on uh, message boards with, and also your uh, YouTube username that we can confirm that you're a subscriber with to our channel. Um, those two things on the third, uh, the Facebook. If you join the Facebook, uh, you know you post these things. We can uh, confirm this, and um, uh, once we've confirmed that you have done those three things, then you will be uh, the winner. And we will announce you here on the podcast of a prize that is provided to you by our sponsor, CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service, CapturedPrey.com. Um, you will win a Keith's Fantasy Club Justice Iron Paw. Boom. Boom. It is Boom. a mint and seal box, brand new, and uh, I just picked it up from Captured Prey uh, a couple days ago. Um, you will win this for free. Uh, however, it is to note that this uh, promotion is only available for people who are listeners in the United States, uh, Canada, and the UK. I'm sorry, uh, we, we will not ship to Europe or Japan or anything like that uh, for, for right now because our primary listener user group uh, is in those three countries. However, if, uh, if you are a listener in uh, outside of the U.S. and those uh, those territories that we mentioned, uh, we do thank you for listening to TFYLP and let us know that you are in a different country because if if we have listenership outside the United States, uh, we want to know about that and um, uh, we will uh, consider further uh, expansion of um, our promotions to those regions. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Keith's Fantasy Club Justice Iron Paul. I have it in hand right here. It's it's a real thing. Uh, real deal, um, and you can win it for free if you are one of the first 100 subscribers to the uh, TFYLP YouTube uh, YouTube channel, which is under my name, Deron Land. Uh, just search it out, or just search for TFYLP. You, you can find it on there. Um, uh, the rules, if it's hard to remember or you don't want to rewind it, they will be laid out on the website uh, for all to read and uh, to understand. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them on the uh, TFYLP Facebook group. Uh, this uh, What's that? I said if you can't read, we apologize. Yes, if you can't read, you know, then you need to go back to school, people. <laughs> um, it's 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 pretty straightforward though. I don't think it's or any play uh, football. Yeah, I don't think it's any uh, any rocket science or anything. Uh, you know, just sign up on a mess uh, if you're a member of a message board keep the link and an image that we have provided for you and your signature sign up to our facebook group and also subscribe to us on youtube those three things is all you have to do to be eligible uh in addition to um not being a member of our casting crew which they already knew this so we are always looking for new members right greg no <laughs> Greg always enjoys a new member. Hey, Greg, could you uh, could you maybe tell the listeners uh, what you were snacking on uh, during pre-show? 
I think that was a pretty interesting snack item that you had. Um, it was a Twinkie. A Twinkie. Okay, when you were calling it, what was that? A, uh, a cream-filled dong dong. You, uh, ding dong. No, I said a cream-filled Twinkie. You were calling it something else. Oh, yeah. oh okay. You sure? Because I could have swore that you said it like with a lot of lust in your voice. No, no, it was you. Well, you still shoved it in your throat, so whatever. Yeah. Well, it's a Twinkie. Twinkies are tasty. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. So now that uh, Duran isn't talking uh, for 15 straight minutes, anybody else got something they want to chat about? Can, can you say that a little louder? Maybe Chad? <laughs> you want to? Hey, uh, do you have any last Hey, Greg. <laughs> Since yes. I couldn't get a straight answer out of any of our Facebook uh, followers, <laughs> is your Starscream Waspinator set close by? Yes. Does your Starscream have two different feet, or does he have the same feet? Are they slanted in the same direction? No, they are slanted in opposite directions. Uh, well, mine are slanted in the same direction. Wow. He has two. He has two right feet. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's the sideburn two special edition. So they're supposed to slant inward to allow for the uh, a stance, since he doesn't have ankle tilts. Yeah. So which way do yours? Do they both point to the left or both point to the right? All right. Let me see if I can get a. They both point to the left, but it would be what was on the right. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you can. <laughs> let me uh, let me highlight. Do you that see side. that? <laughs> yeah, it looks like you have two right feet. Yeah, so I'm gonna be two left feet because that'd be funnier. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's kind of annoying, but and there's what your video. <laughs> you didn't get to it. Yeah, I got to it, but uh, but as soon as I did it, your your video went just to, to a picture of yours. Your your pretty little face there. You gotta love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, later, pretty picture of me when I was seventy pounds. Later pounds on, back. later on in the show, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to do a little on the fly giveaway uh, for something kind of cool. Uh, although it is kind of restricted on uh, as to who could win it, uh, but I'll, I'll talk <laughs> about it. One of the five of us. Oh no, no, we're not eligible. No. And besides, I already have one of these, so it's it's kind of cool. But. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to our first segment of the week, Ouch My Wallet. Uh, Ouch My Wallet, as always, is brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prizes, great uh, prices, prices, prices. Not <laughs> great prizes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great prizes, great prizes, great service. CapturedPrey.com. <laughs> We're so professional. <laughs> you always say that every week. Come on, man. Yes. Well, I just got through talking about prizes and and yeah, I got hey, kind of work. This Plus, I had a beer a while ago, so I'm, I'm a little. Wet. That's <laughs> not all you had, partner. Yeah. <laughs> Face palm. <laughs> Um, I know uh, somebody's got a uh, large ouch my wallet uh, similar to what I, I I had last week with my my generation's metro in the back and, and everything. I know uh, insane Galvatron. You you went to uh, this uh, show called Slagacon. Somebody uh, somebody that's uh, through uh, through this uh, convention called Slagacon that we went to. Uh, um, yes, I had a table there and I was trying to sell toys. Yes. And I, you know, I sold a little toys. bit. But I heard you bought more than you sold. Uh, well, <laughs> I, came, I came home with money, 
So apparently that's not entirely true. I came yeah. home with a yeah, you're bucks. welcome. You're welcome for that part. Um, by the way, <laughs> and uh, I still got those so, forty bucks. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I came. Uh, you know, came home with four hundred bucks, and then on top of that, most of what I got, I didn't really buy a whole lot. I did a lot of trading because um, you know some other guys want some stuff I had at my table. Um, I traded some GB one. I had duplicates of for some other stuff. Um, I'll start off with the small things. First, I got like two big bags of Classics Mini Cons for like 12 bucks for both bags. Um, incredibly cheap for a bunch of Mini Cons. Um, and then I went over to Mega Toy Fans booth and picked up some Micro Masters. I uh, got those really cheap. Um, I should have topped up a list, but I didn't get on the computer long before we started podcasting. Um, I also made some other deals where I traded for the, uh, the Timelines C Cons. Uh, Pranicon or Prana King, whatever they call him. Um, uh, traded for Catilla Complete and a Classics uh, Starscream. It's the uh, the G1 Classic Starscream. It's basically the Pretender Starscream without the shield. Um, the Vroom and Crossblades I bought on eBay had shown up, and I picked those up at Slagacon from. Uh, from Weird Wolfie, they were they got shipped to his house. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not even going to go into. They got open the box and put some special prizes in there, and I just threw those in the trash. Um, Namely, a a filled condom, uh, some empty con, uh, open condoms, some half-eaten chocolate chip cookies, uh, some uh, baby oil. Now, what <laughs> and was a, in the filled one? Huh? Because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't rifle through them. What was in the filled one? Me. Pennies or something? Just me. No, no, it wasn't like oh, that. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> um, like yeah, oh, and a broken twin away. twist, too. <laughs> yeah, a broken twin twist. I actually managed to fix I popped the arm right back on. Um, I'm trying to think what else did I pick up while I was there. Uh, oh, yeah, I got an, uh, like in the, the Mega Toy Fan Parts Party, I picked up this little Action Master Bumblebee. Uh, incomplete, but he's just... Uh, it's just the figure himself. He's got paint scratches, but he's fun to fiddle with. Um, oh, I also got a um, Submarauder shell to replace the one I had. Uh, the one I had was kind of yellow. This was in better condition. Um, that was a good shell. I seen that when you were picking it up. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. The one I had that I got before was from somebody else was really, really yellowed. Um, what am I forgetting, Ron? Do you remember anything I got that I haven't mentioned? Um, you, you did get an STD there, didn't you? No. <laughs> Note to self, do not let Duran drink before the podcast. Hey, just, uh, <laughs> just because you take a pill and it goes away doesn't mean you didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there was no STDs to be had. Sure. Um, I'm um, positive. All right. Didn't you come away with, uh, oh, uh, what what did you get in the grab bag? Oh, yeah, I got the grab bag. I got the uh, I got an iPhone 4 case that looks like Soundwave, which I don't have an iPhone because I'm an Android guy. Um and also got the more the uh, what they call spy changers. I got their yellow Lamborghini and the black Porsche. I don't remember their names, but uh, yeah, I got those guys. And I think that's about it. I didn't did have you, a huge. Did you haul. get the uh, the Micron Arms Micron? No, I got the I got the iPhone case instead. Oh. Which one did you get? The, did you get the three D one or did you get the current uh, tape the cassette one? The cassette one. It looks like a Soundwave cassette. Yeah, but like I said, uh, I don't have an iPhone, so I can't even use it. You can yeah, the send 3D, it to me. Go ahead. The 3D one was pretty cool. It actually was Optimus Prime with his hand sticking out, and it actually looked like it was coming out of the case almost. Oh, that's oh that sounds cool. 
Almost makes me um, wish I had an iPhone. Almost. And uh, at the store, I picked up Generations Bumblebee. Uh, just because Walmart had dropped the prices to nine ninety six, so it was just a little impulse buy. Um, I've heard they uh, they're they're dropping them everywhere. Um, uh, I think uh, Sideburn wasn't it you that posted that on? Uh, yeah. News? Yeah, and I was uh, I was tipped off by uh, another local collector, so yeah, it seems to be popping up everywhere. The only thing I don't like about this bumblebee, he's kind of got a butt flap sticking through his crotch. <laughs> Seems like there's a peg that this should peg into his he back be, stick more straight down. He would be with the crotch on a, on a oh, No, I'm not obsessed with it. It's supposed to peg in like this, but the peg's too loose. It just flops down. Something's in my way. <laughs> See, now he's now he's obsessed about something loose and floppy on the crotch. So I'm not obsessed with it. I just it's, okay it's a problem. Picky, you, know? you don't want it to be hey. loose and floppy. You want it to be nice and tight and firm. Hey, just because, hey, just because your peg fit in the hole properly... <laughs> just because your peg don't fit in the hole properly doesn't mean you get to complain about it on the podcast. Well, it's not my peg or my hole. It's Bumblebee's. <laughs> oh, okay. So now he sure. does special things with his toys. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, Render Form um, Vingsta, uh, he uh, um, he was showing off some uh, some really cool hubcap uh, upgrade sets for that toy. Um it's actually make me kind of want that toy just to get that upgrade set because it really works. No it turns into hubcap. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's okay. I've transformed it once. Um, I didn't use instructions. I, I figured it out. I mean, it's not. A, it's not like a mind blowing toy, but it's not bad. I kind of want it I because it. there's not a lot of muscle car looking transformers. That's the reason why I kind of wanted it because I like uh, muscle cars, especially Mustangs, and he looks very yeah. much like a Mustang. That, the yellow plastic is just, it's almost as bad as animated Bumblebee. Well, the repaint of this is coming out is basically just gold bug. Um, it's just this toy in gold. But there's a Walmart computer listing for a uh, Nightbeat. And I was, uh, I've was i been reading through the IDW comics here uh, lately digitally. And in Spotlight Nightbeat, his de- design in the comic looks a lot like this toy. I would say that'll be a repaint of it sometime down the road. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is that that Walmart Nightbeat listing would be for a repaint of this Bumblebee, and I think it would look fantastic in Nightbeat colors. So I may have to double dip, especially at just ten bucks a piece. Hmm. Well, I hope the uh, the ten dollar price point lasts until the next wave comes out with Scoop. Yeah. and uh, I can get a ten dollar wasp in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'll be all. I'm saying get this price on through the through Christmas. Um. I don't know if some of these toys we're looking for are actually supposed to be out 2014. They yeah. may come out a little early if they've been selling well, but yeah, most of the ones we want will be out next year, and I yeah. doubt they'll still be this cheap then. Well, at any rate, you know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping, but uh, I, I don't know. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> this sounded so defeated. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here trying trying to be optimistic about it. And we missed the good old days. And, and then Greg has to come in and just piss all over it, you know. So, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Okay, I've got. A, I'm actually coming down with a cold. I took some Nyquil a minute ago to knock down the cold symptoms. Does that uh, explain? So I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to fall asleep during this podcast. Th- so does that explain the, uh, the wife beater? 
Uh, yes, because I'm in my my sleepy time clothes, but yet not wanting to be naked for the podcast. I, I so, bet there's a, a bottle of Jerkins. I, I bet there's a whole lot of listeners out there that appreciate you not wanting to be naked for the podcast. So. Exactly. So that's why I'm wearing the wife beater. This month, there may be a few pants. disappointed. You never know. Yeah, it's possible, but they're, they're probably not the ones I'd want to be interested in anyway. See, what, you guys, what you guys are missing is that this guy is playing with multiple Bumblebee figures and has not even like a real nightshirt on. And he's complaining that he can't stay up late to do a podcast. So, I mean, it sounds like you guys have a lot of faith in this dude, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I mean, are, you, are, you, are you okay over there, Greg? Are you a little frightened? Yes, I'm, I'm very I'm very sleepy. <laughs> the knock wheel is kicking in. Do you, um, uh, do you need a nap? Like, do you just want to take a break? Do you want to call it quits? Like, are you No, just, no. Uh, I'll stick it out as long as I can until the watch is beating on the door. It just sounds like you're a failure, Greg. I mean, I'm just going to say, uh-huh. you're a failure. Yeah, okay, sure, thanks. <laughs> you are. I mean, uh-huh. now, if you take but, your shirt off, maybe we could talk a little bit, but... No, no, the shirt's not coming off. You just keep your hands to yourself over there. Hey, I keep my hands where I want, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along... <laughs> Um, Mike, you have anything? Well, actually, we have two mics, so um, yeah. <laughs> sideburn. You got uh, the mustached one first because yeah. they always get first dibs. Ouch, my wallet. No, uh, no, next week. To be uh, continued. To be continued <laughs> next week. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. What? I picked up oh. a few video games. I didn't uh, remember one more thing I got. Go ahead. No. It's an Aquil. Sorry, I can't. I'm not that alert. Oh, you're done. I got the OTFCC 03 um, Hotel Exclusive Sunstreaker uh, from the RD Prowl Mold. I picked that up from a guy that had one there. Just so I'd have a second one to open because I have one I actually got from the show. I went to that show. Um, but I wanted one to open because I love that mold. So, yeah, I got that too. Nice. And that's it. That I can think of for now. When I have a moment of clarity later, I'll pop back in with something else. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so you guys have had beer and you're drunk, and I'm drunk on night. I only had this one, and he had show. one. So we're yeah, we're but you have lit. a low tolerance, wrong, because you never drink. Yeah, well, I don't drink all that much, but that's that's not a bad thing. Yeah, well, I, I use, I've, I've got I've got a coke I've got a coke zero here, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on your, your judgy gavel somewhere else, Nyquil boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not being judgy. I'm just saying that's why he can be drunk on one because he never drinks. Well, you know what? You're the guy that looks half drunk because you're dressed half drunk. <laughs> So, yeah, well, I've been drinking Nyquil, so I'm, yeah, I'm pretty toasted. Yeah. So, again, put your gavel away and yeah. go to bed. Get off your high horse. I'm not on a high horse. I'm drunk, too. <laughs> oh, So, uh, uh, Chad, do you have anything for the Ouch My Wallet this week? No, Mobile Studio, man. Don't have anything in here. Well, I mean, you can talk about it. You or anything. you can shut uh, up. Because wait, it, oh, wait, the death match is live. Hey, the death hey, match is live. Ron, hey, you hear Ron, me? Do what you hear me? Doing to the pre- What's hey, that? Just do, do to him to, like you were doing during the pre-show and shove that thing in his mouth so he don't talk mm-hmm. the rest of the show, please. Yeah, ooh, real <laughs> clever. Real clever, fella. Yeah, that's original. <laughs> <laughs> then all we'll hear is, I got, I got, I got the whole time, you know. <laughs> It'll sound like he's singing the uh, Gal Gagar theme. Guy, 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 yeah, guy, guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's turn it in house. Oh, so, Mike, yeah, uh, let's let's talk about stuff you got. Uh, ouch, my wallet uh, has definitely been uh, kind of serious lately. Um, but I think, uh, you know, other than Chad shutting up, it's been pretty good. Um, yeah, you right there. Deathmatch. Um, 
I, did, I picked up some stuff, you know, I got some stuff at SlagaCon, uh, not to repetitively plug or help Chad because he's in the death match right now. Uh, but, you know, I did get some third-party stuff, and I got some Shooter Masters that I'd never had before. Hey, obviously you already lost one death match. Look at your damn hair. Oh, I earned it. <laughs> These are from your mama's thighs, baby. Hey, oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> so yeah, but I, um, you know, I got a couple of those things, and the master shooters are actually uh, pretty cool. Um, kind of pissed off. I can't find more. Uh, they're they're kind of scarce. So I was hoping to pick up some more, but uh, Strange Dog and the. The two black and purple, I can never remember the names, uh, but they were like exclusives from somewhere other than Psychicon, and I got to pick those up. Oh, the Shardicon exclusives? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, yeah, Broken Reflection, Sam. Yeah. There's Broken, Broken, Broken. What was that? Broken Reflection. Oh my god. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Broken Reflection, maybe? Is that better? Yes. All right. Yeah, it's like Shattered Glass. Shattered glass, broken reflection. Is the name glass, isn't yeah. complicated enough? He has fifteen syllables for every toy. Yeah. So there you go. The little, the tiny little toys are this big, and they spell out that big on paper. But they are definitely worth it. Um, obviously, I don't want to give that guy any credit when I don't have to. Uh, but they are actually pretty slick. Um, so I got that, and you know, like Brainwave that we were messing around with earlier. Um, you know, stuff from. Site sponsor, Captured Prey, because he's pretty much the man. Um, so yeah, that's that's me. I guess a bunch of third party stuff. Third party. Third party. There's a third party in my pants. You're yes. all not invited. You missed the first two. <laughs> Didn't want to wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a third party in my pants. Um, well, um, my he's lying, by the way, because I'm looking right in there, and he's totally lying. Yeah, there's there's nothing there. Um, my ouch, my wallet. <laughs> nothing this at week. all. He's like a Ken doll. It's just blank and smooth. Yeah, for now, for now. Uh, my ouch, my wallet this week. Uh, actually, I, I uh, dropped by Captured Prey earlier this week to uh, to pick up the Justice Iron Paul, which is a free giveaway. Uh, if you're listening. It's a free giveaway for a hundredth subscriber. Check out tftalk.net for further info. Uh, It's not here right now because we're broadcasting live and I haven't posted it yet. But if you're listening to the download version, uh, yeah, Justice Iron Paul, free. Yeah, get your life straight and listen live. Yes. I mean, yes. Then again, but, we can't even get Greg over here to do stuff right. So yeah, yeah. So what? Sorry to sorry, listeners. I should probably you know lighten up a little bit. First timer. I'm a little excited. Yeah, you got to break him in gently because it's his first time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds like he's ready to just ram it in there and get going. Yeah, always, always. But uh, uh, while I was there, I picked up um, uh, Masterpiece Prowl. Uh, and he had just gotten in. Uh, they had just gotten in the shipment of. Uh, Masterpiece Streak, so I went ahead and picked up Masterpiece Streak uh, to go with Masterpiece Prowl, and I love both of those figures. That is a fantastic mold. Um, while Prowl is really awesome in, in and of himself, uh, they did such a super job on the color scheme of Streak, uh, or Blue Streak, as uh, as most people will know him. Um, He's he just phenomenal, and the conversion is so genius. Um, I love, love, love that toy mold. I, I can't wait uh, till uh, 
um, until uh, uh, smokescreen comes out. Um, and then I was seemed like I picked some. Oh yeah, I picked up uh, Generations Hoist. <laughs> yeah, I picked up something else uh, later. No, I was sitting there trying to think. There was something I picked up in a store this week. Uh, Generations Hoist picked up uh, him, and uh, um, and then a little while ago I uh, kind of made a trade and I picked up uh, yeah, a Toy World Brainwave. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is. Super awesome, man. It looks like we lost Chad. I thought you weren't going to get Brainwave. Uh, I wasn't, but... I just let everybody know I just won the death match again with Chad. So, next time he pops up, boom, baby. <laughs> Stay home. Don't come back. It's all over. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't going to get Brainwave, but the more I look at him, uh, the more I wanted him because uh, he's a... Uh, um. Headmaster. Yeah, he's a, well. Not only is he a headmaster, but he turns into a freaking X-wing. And what's not cool about that? And Chad is sending me a invite to get on a hangout, and I can't. You want me to take over? Doesn't work that way. Yeah, he's, he's he needs to join this one. He needs to join this one. Let me let me send him another another invite here. Hold on. So for listeners uh, that aren't familiar, this is probably a common thing. I'm just going to let you know. I'm, I'm, I'm new here. This is my first time. I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't lost a death match. I haven't been scared. Greg doesn't scare me. And uh, you know, Greg doesn't have, try to scare anyone. We, we have Mr. Swift, who's relatively quiet, but devastatingly handsome. Oh, and look who's back. Look who's back. Hey, back sweetie. <laughs> hey. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know, I was thinking. Did you have to clean you know, your glasses You know, you just off. sit still, Duran, to rub that little peach patch you got there on the top of your head. Yeah. Yeah, it's a peach patch. I bet it took you, what, 20 <laughs> minutes to think of that? That's so that's why I had to. Hey, that's why I had to go away. I had to think of it and then come back. Yeah. You know? It's probably bad when your cab fills up with smoke, right? So you have to air it out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That was pretty much it. Okay, you can go back to being quiet now, Chad. Toy, a, toy, a Toy World Brainwave. Uh, super awesome figure. Um, also, isn't Hasbro releasing a uh, high brow soon? Uh, or Rainstorm, whatever yeah, the guy's called. Yeah, I believe there's an SD. Could you dig out the... Oh, down there. Um, and then uh, Hasbro, there was some um, something about uh, Hasbro uh, bringing out a Brainstorm sometime soon uh, because there were some that showed up on the Hasbro website but uh, also picked up a twin cast and uh, um, that's pretty awesome I haven't opened it yet but uh, I've never actually owned a twin cast so uh, thanks to uh, got the sound because he comes with the enemy and wing thing uh, hey, he does have a sound your hole why don't you touch your hole maybe I brought one and he didn't think so that maybe this was the right time bro. yeah yeah <laughs> all right all right <laughs> I, I was going to get it, but um, um, I know he wants the tapes out of it for now, and I, I kind of want the tapes too, so I, I'm just going to buy my time. But yeah, that's uh, that's my ouch my wallet. I've spent some money this week, but hopefully um, here in the coming weeks um, I won't have to spend any more money until uh, Diesel comes out, and then I will be getting Capture Prey some more money. Um, 
Looks like Swage has got his, uh, his posse <laughs> uh, joining us on uh, YouTube. And hello uh, to all those that are listening live on YouTube. Who we got? Let me see. Let me see the monitor. So I who to talk to. Dennis. What's up, Dennis? <laughs> yeah, see? How you like that? How you like that, Chad? Where your friends at, fella? <laughs> like when I do this with my head? You like that? You like that? It means I'm in fight mode, bro. I'm like a raptor with a cooler haircut. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. so live. Ouch My Wallet has been brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Uh, let's move on to our discussion topic of the night. Um, we're going to be discussing um, one of the main reasons Wage is here is because he is uh, the master when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to uh, buying, selling, and trading. I mean, I've, I've dealt with a lot of people, and uh, I've... I tell you what, he has got some of the best. I mean, he he packs well. Yeah, I know he's he he really packs it well. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I've I've Is even got yeah, I've even got. Well, that's a, what he said. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correction. Those are free. <laughs> and uh, uh, he 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 packs it well. He, he makes great deals, and um, I, I can't I can't. Um, recommend somebody enough. I'm gonna I mean, cry, you know. stop. <laughs> but uh, keep going. Are you are you gonna keep be okay? Going. Are, are you going? Are you cool? Are we gonna have to stop this podcast so you can go? Well, cry? Chad left, so whatever, dude. Do whatever you want. Nobody cares. Chad left. Greg's got to go to bed. Mike's just hanging out. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> hey, we had two podcasts where it was just me and Duran. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, just so you know, it's usually at the end of the podcast, it's just Mike and Duran. There's no one else left, so you're going to have to go find something to do, too, before the end of the podcast. Oh, I am going to find something to do. I'm going to spread your remains over the rest of America. <laughs> have fun. Oh, I'm going to, if you'd ever fight back. I mean, it's, it's like beating up a Oh, puppy. you're not worth fighting back, too. I know, right? Because... Verbal sparring match aside, <laughs> um, sucks. Buying, suck. buying and selling and, and trading on uh, uh, on transformer message boards, eBay, uh, Facebook, uh, wherever you make your deals for your collection, um, there's a lot of do's and don'ts that's involved in it. And um, you know, having dealt with a number of people as well, I know that there there are a lot of people out there. You think. You know, what is there to know and understand about buying, selling, and trading? And quite frankly, there's a lot of people out there that have no freaking clue. Uh, I mean, that's, and it's not saying that they're bad people, but um, you've heard the term lowballer. Um, yeah, people that come in and say, uh, you, let's say you've got a Masterpiece Optimus Prime, an MP10, and you, you think a fair price is anywhere between 200 and $250, and somebody will come in and offer you, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. That's what they were at Toys R Us. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, part of that, though, is also about perception. I think you got to be careful um, painting somebody in a corner, calling them a low baller. Um, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes people, uh, they're just taking a shot. You know, you never know what you're going to come across. You never know when someone's just looking for... $50 C-Con set. Slagacon, you know, I mean, I I actually said it jokingly, but you know, hey, he 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 was willing to take it, you know. Yeah, and a lot of it is also. 
he's normally the low baller too there, Duran. So it's not it's not like he hadn't done his fair share of doing that before. So well, if you'd yeah. stop tugging so hard, my friend. Can we talk now, Chad? Is that okay? <sighs> Hey, why don't you go ahead and talk, and everybody else will listen, and you know maybe yeah. we'll get some uh, pearls of wisdom out of you. Oh, you're gonna get some pearls, yeah, a necklace. Yeah. Hope you wore a polo, fella. <laughs> um, it's getting deep in here tonight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as far as like lowballing, I think it, it just depends on how how you're approached and how you approach someone. You know, like if you're kind of broke and you just you really want to figure, you never know. Just at least be. Um, you know, just be up front and, you know, it's kind of like one of the the main rules, I think, of, well, of buying, selling, and trading is just know what you want, be patient, and um, be honest. You know, if you can't afford a $300 figure, you know, don't be like, well, I'll never pay $150 for that. Nobody would ever pay. You know, don't just spare everybody the drama and just be like, hey, would you take $100? Um, and I think that's kind of like the key is... Um, you know, when people are respectful, a lot of times I've, I know as a buyer, you know, if I just say, hey, you know, you have X amount of figures, you know, give me a price. Like personally, I hate giving offers uh, except to Greg because I don't want him to ever make money again because he plays with bumblebees all day on NyQuil. Um, yes, I actually am playing with multiple bumblebees. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> prob- he probably has them humping on his desk right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I have one bumblebee riding another bumblebee. <laughs> well, it's enough. But, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, though, is just, you know, how people come at you and, you know, just try to be cool about it. And, you know, if somebody throws you what you consider a lowball number, uh, sometimes you could tell when they're just being, like, total douche, douche nozzles, and you just got to try to say no, but sometimes, you know, people just... They either don't know, or they just you know they they're naming their price. And well, they're, they're being upfront. Yeah, you can you can. There's a way to go about it. I mean, you can. I've actually sent people a offer that going into making the offer, I know it's a lowball offer, but I say, hey, you know, I I can't afford to spend a lot of money right now, um, and everything. I'm going to throw an offer at uh, at you, and if it's if you like it, great. If not. You know, hey, I'm not going to be offended if you turn me down. I've actually right. done that before. Uh, a couple times it's came back and, and, and worked in my favor. They're like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll work with that. That's cool. Or, or no, I, I'm sorry, I can't do that low. You know, yeah. um, there. Well, I think another thing, too, is to stay within reason. Uh, like you said, if somebody has a figure listed at, you know, $250, I think $100, you ought to know if they're going to take 100 bucks, they wouldn't have priced it at $250. Um, you know, if they don't have a price at all, then yeah, make an offer. It can't hurt. Yeah. But if they got it priced at, at two fifty, don't come in there with a hundred bucks. I mean, at least go one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy five. You know, get something something reasonable, um, or else just move on to somebody who doesn't have a price or has a price lower. Yeah. That's yeah. what I get. That's what I get frustrated with. I know what something's worth. I got it listed for sale for that price, and then somebody comes up and gives me an offer that's like twenty percent of what I was asking. It's like, come on. <laughs> well, and it's 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 also not. <laughs> douche nozzles <laughs> I was reading on YouTube here my poor friend Dennis is getting a little frazzled by my terminology <laughs> uh, douche canoe maybe ooh canoe I douche like that. canoe that enunciates yes. very well good choice good choice yeah. or douche dumpster no, it's cum dumpster. I like oh, I did, oh, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> I've known a few of those in my life. <laughs> Your mom? No, no, not my mom. 
Uh. <laughs> Awkward silence. Yeah. Crappy joke. It's like... <laughs> Say what? But you say you love your mom on your shirt, so... I love your mom. You've, you've seen my mom. If you hey, really want to love her, then the guy wearing I like how the guy wearing half a shirt is trying to crack on somebody wearing a fully detailed graphic shirt. <laughs> no, because I've got the goods to show off. He doesn't. The go- Let's see the goods then. Let's go. Don't talk about no, it. Be about it. I'm, I'm not Let's a cheap go. date. I'm not Come easy. On. you got to right work for it. Put them right here. Right here, baby. I, you got to work for it. I'm not easy. Dude. <laughs> I drove from Ohio to join the team for a day. and But you drove to Duran's house instead of mine, so... That's because you won't let me in. I mean, not like I can't get in the door, but you got to give me something to work with, brother. Just saying. Just saying. But uh, buying and selling and trading, you know, I know <clears throat> whenever you're, you're uh, we're talking about buying first, uh, looking for a good deal, uh, spotting a good deal is also key. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are actually rip-off artists. I've seen people post things for sale and you're like, really? Does he want that much for that figure? Does he expect to get that much figure for a figure? Um, you know, it, I, I'm not going to say any names uh, because uh, there's too many to mention. Um, but I've I've seen people go on there. I know uh, here recently I had a uh, fans project, uh, St- uh, Warbot Defender, up uh, up on there and. You know, I paid like a hundred dollars for this figure whenever it first came out, and quite frankly, I knew that the market for it had been killed by Generation Springer. Uh, but there was some, uh, still some value to that toy because it's a third-party product, and uh, there's a lot of detail and complexity that you just don't find in official product. Uh, so it's a very, very good toy. I love the toy, um, but you know, I didn't feel that I was I was actually taking a hit by asking 80 bucks for it at first and um, uh, and people were actually sending me private messages on the message board saying you got that way too high you'll never get that much for it why don't you take uh, it's like I'll give you 40 bucks for it um yeah it, 40 bucks for a figure like that is just an absolutely ridiculous uh, number I, I actually wound up um, I think I traded it to you, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, I'm not. I don't mean to be nosy, but how much did you wind up getting uh, getting out of it? Oh, uh, actually, I still have it. Um, you know, getting into a little bit about what she said is, uh, you know, it's it's way too low of an offer. It's way too low, and you know, I think sometimes you got to kind of be careful with that attitude and be patient. Just in the sense that you know, people know once the price goes down, it can usually be found a little cheaper. And, you know, a lot of times on the boards, you know, you have it for 80 which, you know, say one retailer has for 120 140 uh, you know, so you're offering a good deal. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if you go through the threads or you go through eBay and you see auctions ending at $50, at $70, um, you know, again, it comes, it depends on how they come at you, but you have to realize that they see that the market is dropping and a lot of times buyers like that are just hoping for like that super deal or they just think they're going to come in and get something for dirt cheap and you're going to be desperate. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, to me, just listening to that part, that, that kind of stuck out. But I mean, um, you know, it just, it's just, it just depends, you know, if you're only going to spend 60 bucks on something, then you just tell them and if they don't like it. They don't like it. Well, and also you got to understand that, um, 
that in the market is just that uh, the market fluctuates. Um, you know, Warbath Defenders market may be rock bottom right now, mm-hmm. but you know, in another six months or so, whenever Generation Springer can't be found on the shelf anymore, I, I know he's he's already starting to get hard to be hard to hard to find on store shelves right. uh, in most areas. And um, they just released a wave with him in it again. Oh, really? Yeah, it's got him. Uh, it's got him. Grimlock, the uh, Fall of Cybertron Grimlock. Um, I think it has a sound blaster in it and something else. Yeah. Um, actually, I think that wave has Blitzwing instead of uh, Springer in it, doesn't it? No, because uh, I just saw Springer's popping up again in my Walmart. Okay. okay. And I found him alongside Grimlock. But well, I mean, the, it still re- will remain though that you know about six months from now, you know, you won't be able to find Generation Springer on the on the market, and people will be looking at it again. It's like, do I want a Generation Springer or do I want a Warbot Defender? And his market will go back up. Will it reach the same li- uh, level that it that it was, you know, whenever it first came out? Probably not. But you know. Markets markets fluctuate. Uh, another great example is um, uh, is Fortress Maximus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, now that there is a reissue of Fortress Maximus, you know, fifteen hundred dollars for a vintage one. I doubt you'll be able to find one for that much. Uh, but you know, I, I still think they're pulling in around a thousand dollars for a sealed yeah. vintage one. Um, but the market was definitely hurt by the reissues. But looking at the uh, the Brave Max from Robots in Disguise, how much those are worth now uh, compared to how much they were whenever they first came out, um, Fort Max is just destined to go right back up in price. So yeah, see, I've actually noticed Brave Max is dropping as well. Well, they have so. dropped right now because you can still get Fort Maxes uh, on some online retailers. But yeah. once once the uh, they they've become less plentiful. Um, yeah, the, the the market will go back up um, again. Yeah, vintage is you know that's the other thing. Vintage is always vintage. Yeah, you know the, you can't you can't replace the diecast. You can't replace that original chrome. Yeah. Um, so it just means that all the people that wanted a vintage one went wanted the cheap route. But uh, most people that end up with reissues, it seems like they just they 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 break down and they're like, God, it's, it's not metal. It's not diecast. You know, I got to get the original anyway. So, yeah, that's it's always good to have vintage stuff if you're trying to sell. Yeah. So. Did, uh, well, I think the thing of Metroplex. I'm sorry, Chad. I didn't mean to cut you off. We we're gonna say the same thing. Go ahead. I was gonna say the thing about the the Fort Max is uh, <clears throat> that a lot of the people who are buying the reissue never had the kind of you know, are buying it because it's so cheap. Like you know, I don't think Fort Max's prices were hurt that much on the vintage because most people who are willing to pay a thousand bucks for an original. Are still willing to pay a thousand bucks for an original. Uh, I think the people who are buying the reissue were never in contention to bid on those, you know, thousand dollar toys, and so therefore they're not really out of that market. Because uh, that's what happens is a reissue takes a bunch of people who would have been in the market with a vintage and removes them because now they can buy the reissue. Exactly. But a lot of people who are only willing to pay three four hundred bucks were not even really do, affecting the price on the vintage because they weren't getting anywhere near the price it commands in their bids. So, yeah. 
want to uh, welcome Plasticon Reviews. Uh, I know uh, we mentioned at the top of the show that uh, he was going to be joining us a little bit later. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Plasticon. Glad to see you here. Glad to be back, guys. Sorry it's been a little while. Been kind of busy, silly kind of stuff going on. Um, I actually have a vlog I'll be putting up on my YouTube for those followers. Um, I haven't fall off the earth. I'm here still. So, and I have fans. Thoughts, Project so. Justice Iron Paul. Or I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. yes, that thing's awesome. Uh, I know you. Uh, you made a video uh, uh, advert for that. Yeah, I'm going to be edit I'll, I'll have it all edited and all that done later. I just didn't get around to it at all. I've been pretty busy all day. Had to take care of my my 3-month-old all day today. It That's just completely cool. engulfed my entire day. I'm sorry. Guys. I st I still haven't posted the uh, the video or the <clears throat> links uh, and the uh, the images on the main page because some okay. some some mohawk freak invaded my home today and <laughs> Just letting people, just random people with mohawks walking your house. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was, uh, yeah, he wasn't talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, uh, Chad, uh, uh, Mike, you, you guys, what's, what's your experiences uh, with buying on, uh, on the message boards and Facebook and, and eBay? Uh, any any tips or uh, experiences that you have? Yeah, don't piece together a Fort Max on eBay, man. You never <laughs> find a good people. Wow. It cost me, it cost me about $1,100 to piece mine together about four years ago. Wow. And then here they come out with a reissue with the, uh, uh, the, 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 the Master Sword. Yeah, but he, he, it's, like, it's like somebody was saying earlier. It's not metal, you know. When metal! <laughs> You're smiling you know, too so much. Metal! I, I, I do have a question. Um, for anybody that actually has a vintage, uh, like the the sword itself, was the sword actually had like die cast in it anywhere, or was it just completely plastic still? I, I didn't no think the, the I didn't think the reissue got rid of any die cast anywhere because I've got the Brave Max and the reissue Fort Max, and they have die cast in all the same places. Yeah. The, the, yeah, it's pretty much like the big. I think right what he's asking about is the, uh, the, I'm, the master sword. I'm asking sword. about the the sword itself. Um, I am very aware that the entire like center chest piece of the original Fort Max was completely die cast, just like the reissue, which is pretty cool. I mean, I, I know it's very very surprised. Same thing with the uh, reissued uh, Predaking. I thought that was going to be completely plastic, and it wasn't. It blew me away. I was like, holy crap, this thing's die cast. Mm. So. I thought maybe there. I thought most of the toy manufacturers and stuff nowadays are trying to move away from the diecast. Well, I think Takara Tomy. Uh, the more that they are going for, uh, uh, whenever they do the reissues, I think they, uh, um, I think they they try to try to uh, uh, go as close to the original. Yeah, what the original release was. Because I had uh, two Predaking limbs as a kid, and they were both plastic. <clears throat> Now, I would actually probably prefer plastic on my reissues because you don't have to worry about paint chips. Right, but I think there was like two different issue, two different versions of that was even released back when they first came out. I thought they were die cast when they first came out. It was like um, 
I'm thinking it was kind of like what they did with the Metroplex and um, Ultra Magnus, where they decided to cheap out on not giving any rubber tires and stuff, just kind of getting away from that, just to try to make things a little cheaper for manufacturer. I think yeah. that's why there was a plastic version of that. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a year. I know there's a year difference too. There, yeah. the I believe the Predaking one year was die cast, and then the very next year they did it again. And it was not. It was actually yeah. plastic. Yeah. Same thing so with the, uh, like the eighty-six releases. Diecast eighty-seven plastic. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah the eighty-seven is like the Target Master Cup and Blur. Uh, you know, the eighty-six version had die, diecast, but the Target Master version, I don't think they did. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent. There's like five hundred well, reissues. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that's the thing with reissues. I mean, there are the ones that are like with the Encore. Ultra Magnus, they had one of the reissues that had the extra long missiles, and I was like, okay, I get what they're trying to do there, trying to safety everything. But, you know, I mean, I have a, I have an original, and I have one that I customized to look just like the actual Diaclone with the chrome chest and everything, because I was not going to dump over $2,000 for that robot. I'm sorry, it's not worth it. It's an awesome robot. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not dumping that. When I could customize and make my own, and that's what I did with a rough version of Ultra Magnus. And then I've got another one that's in rough shape that I plan on doing a G2 motive to it someday. I'm, just, I'm working on that one. I'm just so Why not today, bro? Now. Why not today? Let's do it right now. Do it live. <laughs> i got to break everything out. i got to get all my paints. Do it. And... Bust it. Dude, just bust it right <laughs> out right now. Show it off. Bust them. Show the world. There's no censoring, dude. This Come on, man. Well, that's that's true. I mean, everybody. I mean, everybody's seen the pictures I put up, and I actually, a few casts back, I actually showed you guys my um, my customized uh, G2 Computron I did, because there was no, not one in existence, and I did that. I mean, I've done G2 um, Minnesota and Defensor. But did you which, do it live? Why not no. do it live? Make it groundbreaking right now, dude. We've had we've had the first ever podcast uh, live podcast toy hunts on TFYLP. You can do yeah. it on here. Let, uh, okay, okay. For the next week, I will do it that way. So that way, I'm actually prepared for it. I'm actually not even prepared for it. Just got taken back from uh, an outdoor theater, uh, watching Mighty Joe Young on a little bitty screen man. outdoors in a park, which was awesome. And I don't care what anybody says. I love old school stop motion. That needs to come back. Get rid of CGI. Yeah, yeah. Can I just and I say, say I don't care. Can I just say I hear I hear a lot of excuses with this cast. Everybody's, oh, I can't do that. I'd get arrested, and oh, the FCC would totally no, shut me I, down for that. I, mean, I actually I don't have any excuse. It's just I wasn't prepared. Now if I'm prepared, prepared for it, I'm like okay, what, I'll do it. But. What just is it not being prepared an excuse? Like that seems like a legitimate excuse to me. I'm sorry. You know what? Okay, okay, okay. Does everybody see how sweet no, it is? bring you groundbreaking materials? I have there. not opened this yet. I will build <laughs> this right now. We almost picked one of those else. up today. Yeah. I'm going to build, uh, for our listeners, because we have listeners, uh-huh. I'm going to build the um, the Creo Predaking mm-hmm. right here. Live yeah. build. You guys will hear all the chunking and stuff going on while you guys are Chunking? <laughs> chunking? Like, are you going to be pumpkin chunking? <laughs> I know. Maybe uh, one day. Uh, cu- uh, as far as customizing, though, we've actually had uh, uh, Incline and Aprum, and uh, as uh, as well as Frenzy Rumble, 
here on on, on the podcast. Uh, I, we've had some great customizers on this show. Nice. Pretty um, soon you'll need to have that guy. Oh yeah, Custrans. Yeah, Custrans, my dude, yes. right there. Uh, and uh, send chicken. Uh, yes, we will be talking about cassettes later on. Uh, we we have a few back here to uh, to show off. We'll be uh, we'll be doing the uh, traveling down that cassette road uh, very shortly. But uh, is it in a canoe? No, it's not like not like a douche canoe, like Greg. Uh, but um, <laughs> douche canoe. Yeah, a douche canoe. Yeah. yeah, somebody came late to the party and missed the festivities. <laughs> I'm sorry. Words tonight. I'm sorry. I'm rocking out with my family. <laughs> <laughs> but back to uh, we need guy. to get back to topic here. <laughs> Responsibility. Yeah, him and Greg are just too funny. Yeah, <laughs> need to get back to topic here. Uh, we've talked about buying uh, now. Uh, Chad, you and uh, and, and Sideburn um, uh, again. Did y'all have any um, experiences uh, through uh, buying and? <laughs> Yeah, I would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, not not sexual experiences. <laughs> you see that face? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw Plasticot's face. Like, y'all have any experiences? He's like, actually, that wasn't to the question. That was to somebody with their little rice burner outside and making noises. I'm just giggling because I'm like, get out of here with that crap. <laughs> Get, off get something dog. with some horsepower. Get out of here with your silly little four banger rice Focus, things. focus, people. <laughs> Chad, let's yeah, go with I, you uh, first. Oh, or, well, I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, you, you can you, go with Chad. Okay. Chad, use, use your big boy voice, Chad. Big boy voice. Come oh, on. I didn't. I didn't know I was allowed to talk. Come on, fella. Thought, uh, come on. I, out. I'm getting I, information. I Mike, on my chain. Um, buying. You know, honestly, I don't buy a whole lot from, uh, or I never did buy a whole lot off of eBay. I, I did explain that the Fort Max I pieced together was, it was pretty extensive and pretty expensive. Uh, I bought it piece by piece. Um, other than that, I never really bought anything off of eBay, and as far as the boards go, I dealt with one guy who now is perma- permaband uh, for theft. Um, because he, he's a thief. Um, so, yeah, I never really had good experience. Uh, but that's just personal experience, you know. Maybe I just suck as a buyer. Yes, so. you do. You suck, Chad. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> coming from you, coming from you, Mike, that means a lot, and it really, hey. it really touches me down here. You know? Hey, Chad. Uh, tell you what, if you have any paper handy, why don't you list a bunch of uh, verbs, and we can go through and see if you suck at all of them. Like I, oh. I'm pretty suspicious that you do. Is that is that cool? You got a few couple few minutes. You got a you got a pen. You got some paper. You can. Write yeah, I got on. nothing else to do. I'm you, in my mobile studio, so yeah, I, I have no, yeah. I have nothing else to do. Yeah, because I mean, we can make this list, and uh, you know, you can cry yourself to sleep, and it'd be a great show. Yeah, there we go. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Chad, you are the cutest thing ever. Thank you so much. What about uh, Facebook? No, you have to be with that mohawk. <laughs> what about Facebook, Chad? Have you uh, done any deals on Facebook? None whatsoever. I know. Uh, I, have a tr- I have a trust issue yeah. uh, as of a few years ago. I, I, I can understand <laughs> why you would have that. <laughs> um, but, you know, me personally, you know, over the last few months uh, there's been a number of buy and buy sell trade 
uh, groups that have start, started up on Facebook. I know some of them's probably been around for a year or two, but uh, I really wasn't made aware of them until here recently. And th it seems like every week uh, there's at least one or two groups that's uh, either adding me or inviting me to uh, uh, to the buy sell trade group. Um, so you know. I, I really didn't realize there were some some great deals to be had out there on Facebook, but there are. Uh, Mike, you uh, you have any experiences uh, buying? Yeah, I, uh, I had some pretty good ones, but uh, my method is very slow burn because um, pretty much just make you know become good friends with people on the internet, and eventually you'll get deals out of it. Is what I would have to say. Um, so you're using yes for good deals. No, no, no. Um, but I had a, I have a friend who lives about two hours away from me that I met on the internet. Um, when I I mean I met him like it was it probably wasn't long after I met uh, Duran and joined you know TF Homage. Um, way that's going so, way back. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know just friends with them for a long time and then. Um, he just, when he started sizing down his collection, of course, me being a Beast Wars fan that I am, well, he offered me his Beast Wars collection, and he sold me, um, let's see, the first time I bought for him, I got 30 figures for $75, and then the second time I bought from him and got his Beast Machines collection, I got 42 figures for $60, um, so those were not light deals. Uh, those yeah. were as remarkable prices. Now, are those, uh, did you make those deals on, uh, on on the boards or did you do it in person? Uh, message board. Um, I actually never met him in person. Hmm. He was also, he's the guy who tipped me off to the Walmart uh, Walmart prices. He, he's never going to listen to this so I'm not going to give him a shout out. For those of you who are wondering what the, uh, what the clicking and clacking going on in the background. That's the sweet cooling of Creo to yeah, that's, that's Creo. Uh, Plasticon reviews is assembling a Creo, a Creo uh, Predaking at this time. Through by direct order, I'll, I'll add. I'd like to say that uh, as a guest on the show, I think it's pretty awesome that um, I basically tell everyone what to do. Um, you guys are pretty generous in that regard. Uh, I appreciate it, uh, except for Greg. Um, Greg can just shut his whole, shut his hole, uh, as well as Chad. That's right. I'm not taking my shirt off for you. That's fine. That's fine. You know, you could just. He just wants to see. Some whoa, 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 whoa! We got to keep this PG, right? <laughs> hey, yeah. somehow, is somehow iTunes has given us the explicit rating, which I have no idea. So we might, we may as well so, earn it now. Yeah. All right, <laughs> who dropped? Who dropped the f bomb? Uh, probably Mirai Baby. It was either Mirai Baby or, or Guard Convoy uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. If I haven't said the F word, then I mean, you guys really got to get it together. That's like my uh, that's like my oxygen. So I tend to not actually uh, have bad language like that, considering I have little ones that run around. So I've learned to monitor myself. It's just instinct now. Another it's see more excuses. More. It's yeah. called a filter. Hey, 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 I put six years in the military. I can cuss oh. with the best of them. Thank oh, you. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you can. I bet you. Be a man. Be a man. Show be me. Be a man. Show be me. Be a man. Huh? Be a big man. Don't be a bitch. That's why. <laughs> trading. 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 Let's yes. get on. Yes. Uh, trading. And okay, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, we've talked about buying and selling. Uh, well, we let's didn't go, talk let's, about selling. Well, let's get let's talk about selling uh, before we get to trading. We should. We uh, should talk selling, about selling. Selling is is another key point of uh, of the collecting uh, hobby that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you have any uh, uh, thoughts that you might want to convey, not just on on the how tos, but uh, some of the things that you've seen that are like big faux pas that people. Uh, I think if you suck, you should avoid selling. So, Greg, you know, um, might as well just give up. Hey, I'm actually a very successful seller on all the boards. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's very successful. Su- yeah. He sucks. Successful. <laughs> no, I've sold a bunch of stuff over the years. I actually sold like $5,000 worth of stuff in just a couple of months because I had to pay back a loan to somebody. Yeah. You want to brag um, some more? You want to brag some more, big man? Well, it was uh, some classics and Henkei and uh, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Wow. And, yeah. And and my tips for selling is be reasonable on your prices. Don't mark something at a ridiculous price or you'll sit on it forever. His his uh, tip for selling is a strawberry on the end of a banana. <laughs> That's not a strawberry. <laughs> That's not a banana. Um, no, what I did is I go to eBay. A good uh, a good way to check for prices is you know don't just look at the current listings because a lot of people will throw stuff up with ridiculous buy it nows. Doesn't mean it's actually worth that. Um, I do a search for the item I'm selling on eBay, and then do a completed listing search, and just look for the ones that sold, and then kind of you can get an average sale, you know, value of the item that way. Yeah, and then I, I would usually before I buy anything on eBay. Yeah, you do that for buying. It's a good, good idea for buying too. But like for selling on the message boards, I'll go to eBay to get an idea of what it's worth that way, and then I'll price it like five dollars below that, uh, or maybe sometimes I'll price it right at that price. And I had people, when I put all those classic 10K items up, I mean, I put it at the going prices on eBay, not the buy now prices, but the actual selling prices. And I had people PMing me constantly, and I burned through that stuff really quick. And people were always like, wow, you've got like, the best prices for these items ever. And I, I just priced them at their going rate. Uh, but a lot You're of people not trying want to, to those people off. Yeah, a lot of people will try to look at those currently listed buy now prices on eBay and, and list at those prices and there's a reason those buy nows are still sitting there if those were good prices they would go really quick uh, so yeah I, I think that's what it is I just put a fair price on there market value you know just like you were talking about earlier with that uh, fans project version of Springer you know I mean yeah you're looking at what it's worth because what it cost originally um, but you got to look at the what's it selling for on eBay price you know if it's only selling for 40 50 bucks you may have to take a hit on it Mm-hmm. But at the time that I listed it, though the, uh, the average selling price was anywhere between sixty and eighty. So uh, you know you want you ideally want to get the most out of it. So you know whenever you price something, unless you're pricing it to move, you know you really need to get a, get rid of it quick. It's not unreasonable to go with the highest average sale price and post that as your uh, as your asking price. And that yeah, way, if, if people come in, 80. yeah, if, if people come in and and uh, and offer a $70, I would take that, you know. Um, yeah, I think um personally, uh you know, it depends on what exactly your goal is when you sell something. Um you know, if you're doing it something you want to do long term consistently, uh your attitude has to shift. If it's something you don't care about anymore or whatever you know you, you just, just want to get extra, rid of it yeah. you just want an extra 50 bucks to go towards something new you know your mentality completely changes uh but the key is basically you know like greg said you have to know the market um for one and also you have to know what you need out of it because 
you know, if you got it in the trade for something that you spent 15 bucks on and it's worth $70, you know, depending on what you, what your goal is for that money, you know, you could give somebody a super killer deal and still double up for yourself. Yeah. And that's really uh, something that, you know, some people seem to take an issue with. I've noticed on the boards, they think, um, you know, it's wrong for people to profit off of stuff that they buy and then resell. And it's kind of like, you know, if you're going to stay in the game and collecting, selling, buying, anything, I mean, you really got to use the market to your advantage in some way. Now, that doesn't mean you have to charge the top dollar for everything. Um, but, you know, you got to, you definitely got to spend your money good and try to get what you can out of it when you sell or when you trade. Then, um, you know, it doesn't mean you have to be unfair or unreasonable. It just means you have to know yourself and know your goals. And, well, you know, well, perfect example of what you were just saying about knowing what you've got to get out of something is I had an MP10 uh, <laughs> that I had got when it first came out. I'll still give you 40 bucks for it, bro, right now. I'll, I'll, <laughs> well, I'll come over actually, right now. <laughs> actually, here's what happened. I had, that's the Hasbro version I had at SlaggerCon. Didn't sell. I still have it. Uh, but I had the Takara version, which I bought new for 259 And because of the Hasbro version coming out and having the better colors, the Takara one is a lot harder to move. Uh, you know, and I didn't want to take a loss on it because I knew what I had in it, and I know what it's going for, and it's going for about that price or maybe a little under. I'm like, I didn't want to take a hit on it, um, and so you know, I was like, okay, I could sell it at market value, or I could try to get my money back, and nobody was buying it, obviously at the higher price, um, you know, so I could at least break even. So I ended up working out a trade, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. We went to trading, so I actually ended up trading it for a couple of other items around the same value I was looking to get out of it. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't willing to take cash for what it's currently going for, but I was able to make a trade to get the equivalent of what I was trying to get out of it. Because um, if I think you're going to turn awesome. around and spend that money to buy what what you traded it for, then, you know, you're, you're basically saving yourself a step. Exactly. Yeah, and obviously the guy who traded with me probably had less than that in those items. Because that's you know what he was trying to get out of them, which was the, their market price. So he was looking at it; he's getting MP10 cheaper than he could have gotten if he bought it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the main thing is uh, when you sell, you know, you got to know exactly what you need out of it, and you got to stay true. And even if the market drops a little bit, you know, if you just got to stay patient, um, or you know, just dump it for the minimum you'll take if you can, uh, because you know, if, especially if you're doing it to to further your collection. You know, obviously more value, top dollar is going to work best for you in order to acquire more. Um, and I think one thing, though, I wanted to get into before we, we switch over to trading, which is going to kind of bleed into that, is that you got to know what you have. And the one the one thing that I, I've always liked about selling was, you know, I'm, I'm not a real hands-on collector. Like, I, I put something on the shelf and it's there and I'm done. Um but the cool thing with selling is because I, you know, my early days of collecting, you know, I got some packages and I got some figures that I was like, what the hell is this crap? Like, dude, his leg is falling off and his face paint is all crapped out. Um, and, you know, so when I sell, I make sure that I, you know, I, I look over everything real well. I try to check the joints, um, you know, if it's in alt mode, um, you know, make sure the panels are good and the paint's good and then in bot mode. Uh, you know, you want to check the joints, the paint, if there's like any kind of crazy QC issues that aren't common and things like that. And people, you know, they definitely appreciate it. Um, you know, because if you, especially, I mean, there's so many guys that just, they're like, yeah, it's in great condition. And then, you know, you, you transform it 
and you know half the paint's off the hood or it's floppy or you know there's a wheel with a bunch of cracks in it and stuff like that and you know you're going to run into that sometimes or you may overlook stuff but when you put the time in um you know it's unbelievable uh how positive people can be and come back to you just because you take that 10 minutes uh to make sure they get what they're they're paying for um exactly i think think i've had toys with flaws in them and i made sure to list those flaws even if it cost me a few bucks because it's better to lose a couple bucks on that sale and to get the good reputation than to, you know, pass it off as be perfectly fine and the person gets it, they're all upset because, hey, you know, this toy's got tape holding it together. Uh, My Masterpiece King x was a perfect example of that. You know, it had that stripped screw on it. You know, I, I, I clearly stated that in my sales and had pictures, close-up pictures of it. And the guy that, uh, that eventually wound up buying it, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm glad you were honest about it, and and I, I believe he was able to fix it, and he's happy with it now. Yeah. He said, this is an awesome figure. Yeah, as long but as you tell people before they get it, I mean, that's even if you forget to tell them, you know, if you tell them in transit even, like if it's on its way and they haven't opened it up yet, I mean, people just, I mean, there, I don't know if there's a worse feeling as a collector of opening that box and hearing it's in great condition, it's excellent, and you open it and two fingers are gone or you know the paint's messed up but i mean i know every time someone's they contacted sh- me and told they me hey it. you know look out for this it might have this 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 might be scuffed or they ship it with uh, little to no packing materials and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. i know yeah. like in saint galvatron he got mm-hmm. uh, got a got a box full of rid and machine wars uh, figures that was basically thrown in a box a naked box and then uh, the 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 shipper put a layer of bubble wrap on, on top, top of it yeah. and then closed it it's I like really i just went through that like a month or two ago and uh luckily the guy was real cool because I, I i i opened the box and i was like i'm not even, i couldn't even look i couldn't even take them out of the box i just messaged him i said hey just so you know uh i just opened this box and i already see like three figures are in pieces um so i may be returning this box i said but right now i'm a little a little uh flustered so <laughs> i'm going to get back with you tonight or tomorrow um and luckily uh nothing was actually broken but i can tell you that was like wow instant rage like dude you put two pieces of bubble wrap on the top of this box and you put a couple hundred bucks worth of toys in there mm. and had it shipped across the country i'm like i gave you more than enough money to buy bubble wrap dog like you or at least wrap it in newspaper and wrap each one individually in newspaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not super picky as long as it's safe. That's all I care about. When I was mailing my stuff out, I had a because I used to subscribe to Game Informer, and so I had a big stack <laughs> of old Game Informers that I was running through the shredder <laughs> and stuffing it around Transformers. Well, it's kind of like uh, to kind of jump back when we talk about selling now and talk about listing condition. That's another thing too on the buying end is research the product that you're looking to get. Find out what the common problems are, and uh, that way you know what to look out for. So when you are buying, you can ask. Uh, the right I wish I'd known about uh, uh, laser G two laser rod uh, jolt back in the day. Whenever I bought one on eBay, no, you hadn't heard of GPS. At the time. I had never heard of GPS. I didn't know GPS existed. I didn't even know what GPS was. Except for uh, um, you know global positioning satellites, and um, <laughs> and then I get this, I, I, I see the auction. The pictures of this perfect, complete uh, G two laser rod. It's got the uh, you know it's that it was the the gold pickup. And That's like, well, didn't you get all four of the laser rods in one auction? Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, what? What? You're just leaving? No, no. My my oh. headset was twisted. Uh, so worried. 
Um, yeah, I got them all in, in one auction, and, and then I, I got it. Yeah, it's, it's Electro, my bad. It wasn't yeah, I'm Joel sorry to cut you the, off. Uh, the I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, hey, Chad, could you, uh, could you shut up? Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so much animosity here. <laughs> Full animosity. Hey, I'm just looking out for your guys' show. I just wanted hey, just to screw you, it up. Hey, just because you never had a show that failed doesn't mean you have to hell hold it against me, all right? Shut up. <laughs> like, at least, at least it's better to have tried and failed than to never have tried at all. Yeah, or so. be like or be like Chad and be like, it's better to just suck than do anything else. Whoa. Whoa. It's better to suck than hey, do Hey, whatever nothing. fits. <laughs> hey. If it fits hey, its chips. Still... <laughs> oh. Hey, no. oh. I'm tired now. I'm going to meditate. Is it bedtime yet? But I, uh, you know, it's, uh, that, whenever I got that Electro, I opened up the box and, you know, pulled out Jolt. Uh, Jolt's the, uh, the pink car, if I'm mistaken. Uh, am I correct? Mm. Yeah. Jolt, uh, I pulled out Jolt. He looked great. And then, uh, then I pulled out Electro. And he's like... There's like some gold dust in the bottom of this bag, and then the rest of it is like crumbled pieces and a couple wheels and some wire. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, yep. I was what? furious. I thought, I mean, it literally looked somebody, like somebody put it in the bag, and he's like, he's like, screw this guy. Wham, 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 you know. <laughs> it's like a pack of saltine crackers. Yeah. Just crushed it. That's been under the seat for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, and that was because I didn't know the product that I was buying. And now, whenever I'm at uh, conventions, I know uh, whenever I was at, there at Slagacon, uh, um, uh, Mega Toy Fan had some sealed G2 slingshots there. And I, I looked at it, and, I, and they had $100 price tags on them. And I'm like, yeah, that one's never getting opened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's what. Well, I I actually have like a remedy for that G two slingshot because I myself I purchased I I do buy a lot of stuff off eBay, but I also analyze the crap out of stuff before I ever do. But um, the G two Superion I bought, I purposely bought a slingshot that was completely shattered because I had a spare G one slingshot, and I was like, I'll just paint it gold, stick it on there, I can play with it. It doesn't fly to pieces. And it's literally the same thing. All it's missing is the labels, honestly. Either Just a slight different color. Is is the chest piece a little different color or could you nope. just reuse the chest piece? Reuse the chest piece. I I literally unscrewed the the G two chest piece off and screwed it onto the other one. I literally swapped that piece. The rest of it was completely gold plastic. And the head, yeah, the head's got like blue paint, but I painted the I I'm I color matched everything and painted it and made it look identical. The only thing is, I don't have actually like repro labels for it, which I've been hoping to God. <laughs> retro repro labels, would you please, for the love of God, start making G2 labels? We need those. Everybody has G2. You have these issues. You got the ones with the water squirter ones. I literally have all four of those now that were American release. I love those toys. They're awesome, but they need new labels. Because water and stickers don't match. Well, it's, it's not just that. It's just the simple fact that the G2 stickers, a lot of them were notorious for just falling off. So, I don't know. They, they honestly, they need to come up with more of those because I think the G2s actually got treated worse than a lot of G1s did, yeah. if you think about it. And a lot of those, when you get them, it's like, I just wish they, somebody would come up with a sticker that would replace this one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 first issue G two Optimus Prime, it's great. 
no problems with the stickers whatsoever. But then when you get the laser prime, I've seen where the trailer stickers and stuff like that start peeling off and coming off and everything. It's just and what it is is just quality control later on throughout the years. Just, just the adhesive they were using just wasn't that great. Yeah. Hey, I got a, just, I got, just I got so two you know, uh, Plasticon, you're getting heckled on YouTube, right? Yeah, now. Uh, we got two things to mention here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some people concerned uh, with you, Plasticon, that uh, you're having some issues there with the Creo kit that I basically enslaved you into building uh, live. Does that uh, look like I'm having issues? And also, I would like to say, <laughs> I, I, was wondering, I was wondering, can we show Greg? Um, and I'm using, come on. I'm not a noob. We're good. We're good. I'm just. I'm letting you know what, what the people are saying. Uh, so okay. if we could show Greg, does anyone else think that Greg kind of looks like a grumpy potato? A, grump, a grumpy <laughs> potato. Actually, I mean, just... no. If if you gave him forehead ridges and and uh, wild hair, he'd look like Galron, Chancellor uh, Galron. Come on. The next generation. <laughs> Man, when I when I built my uh, Predic King Plasticon, um, hmm? the stickers that go on the the orange inclines that go on Predaking's legs. When I peeled one of them off the uh, off the sticker sheet, those some of the, yeah some of the sticky crap stayed on the sticker sheet. Oh, no, I haven't had any issues. So I was like, you know why? I use a toothpick. Yeah, but this was just getting it off the getting it off the sticker sheet. I don't actually ever have issues with decals because oh. I don't model kits ever since I was a kid. So I don't have any issues with the water. Oh, I hate. I've already, I've already expressed my hate of stickers on this. Hey, I love Kabaya too. So I hate stickers. I've never had luck with them. I have an unassembled Kabaya up here. Which one? Uh, Fall Cybertron Prime. Oh, nice. I've been debating on getting the Road Caesar kit that's coming out. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd kind of want that one. But I want to see how tall they're going to be. Are they going to be like you know the size of the Fort Max, maybe a little slightly smaller, or what? Uh-huh. So is it like is it better for you if it's like longer or wider? <laughs> it's a trap. Question. That's a trick question. It's a trap. Admiral Ackbar, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. The potato. The potato keeps talking. It's freaking me out. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> your potato here. He's a potato. <laughs> potato. Hey, it's not my fault. I shaved. I used to have a beard. Didn't look so potato-like. Now he just looks like Gowron. Yeah, it probably just looks weird to look like a woman with a beard instead of a potato. <laughs> oh, a I'm woman sorry. with a beard? Trading. Um, trading. Let's didn't talk call about you trading. a woman at all. Just talking, having a good time. Uh, now, now, when you're making a, a good trade uh, trade offer, uh, what are some things to, to keep in mind? And when you're also um, looking to accept trades... Uh, What's also good to keep in mind? Uh, first off, is definitely uh, important is uh, communication. You know, regardless of someone's feedback, uh, which hopefully will research. Um, you know, the general vibe you get from someone. Um, if they communicate quickly, if they're thorough, if you say, "Hey, can you send me like two or three pictures?" You know, of like the head and the shoulders, things like that. If they can get back to you. Um, you know, and they're relatively organized. Uh, those are definitely keys. Um, you know, you want to be comfortable with someone. You want to know that they understand what they're doing. Would you cuddle with them? Um, probably not until <laughs> after you're done. I mean, when you're done, you know, it's all fair game. Um, Just so you know, I'm not cuddling with you tonight. I'm oh, that's what you think. Wife. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I uh, I found the baseball bat, so. Yeah. Um, but, 
yeah, you definitely, you know, you got to have a good rapport with someone, good communication. And, you know, that's, that's really the first step. And obviously check the feedback. If you see anything spotty, you know, try to be fair because everyone's going to mess up every once in a while or just have, you know, I think everyone's seen like an outrageous buyer that just like has the craziest demands in the world and they want overnight shipping for free and they want shipping to Japan for free or, you know, any, any number of unreasonable things. Would you ship so, to Italy? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, Italy, you're, you're SOL. They, that ain't happening, ever. Has anybody else here ever shipped to Italy? Yes. I have once, and it went pretty smooth. Really? But I went, um, well, the guy had paid extra uh, to do the, uh, I think was it, not express mail, the uh, registered. That way I had tracking all the way there. Hey. Hey. Anybody else? Anybody hey? Who's hey? No. No, I have heard that I have have heard that shipping like uh, not the shipping. Hey, girl! Wow. (laughs) And the spud's gone. Yeah. (laughs) Spud down. Um, Spud down. Well, yeah, I can't think of I can't think of what I was saying. We were talking about shipping to Italy uh, before. Yeah. The uh, fees. I heard they change like. Sporadically. Yeah, well, the uh, the tracking isn't always the best whenever you go to Italy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but tracking, um, I know uh, Sin Chicken actually mentioned a really good thing here on 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 the YouTube uh, comments. Uh, whenever you're trading with somebody, it's always always imperative that you have tracking on your packages because uh, not only are you receiving a package from uh, the person you're trading with but you're sending a package as well and it's also it's always good to keep an eye on where your package is you know make sure your package gets there safely um, what yeah keep keep an <laughs> eye on your package make sure it doesn't go looking out for you man yeah um, where's it going <laughs> But yeah, it's you know it's always it's always a good idea to do that because you know you receive a, let's say you receive the package that you've traded uh, for and you it's full of confetti. Well, no, you sent the pa- you sent your package and um, you're all happy and good because everything in, in the package that you received is is great. And then the person that you sent is like, hey, I didn't receive anything. Are you going to send something? And you know, if you have tracking number, you can actually, you know, say, look, here's the tracking number. Yeah. You know, if it comes down to a court of law, you know, which, you know, it'd be small claims court, you know, what we deal with, unless you're trading a Fort Max, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, but, um, it's like your firstborn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, actually, it would be grand larceny if you stole Fort Max. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, if 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 you uh, if you have tracking, you can back it up. It's like, look, I shipped this guy that thing. But generally, uh, it's it's just more uh, for your own um, protection. Uh, protection and your own peace of mind. Uh, for me, yeah. I don't trade with somebody unless, uh, like you mentioned, I, I have a good vibe from that person, and they've got good feedback, and I've communicated with them. Uh, about what the deal is, what we're going to do, 
and you know it's like whenever we you and I traded for that masterpiece sound wave you know you was really concerned about you know getting it in a box that would not damage the package you know I was really scared it wouldn't fit yeah <laughs> I knew it would just get there too quickly but I just didn't know if it would fit yeah and and I was I was really really uh, I, I just wanted the figure if there was a scratch on the box I wouldn't have been too concerned you know I mean I, I wanted a nice box but um, I, I wasn't really concerned but the fact that you were concerned that you wanted to protect the toy um, that told me right there that you you were uh, you were trustworthy and, uh, uh, to trade something of value for and you know and I, I, I maintained uh, the the communication and communicated with you on a timely manner and and told you you know showed you pictures you asked for pictures of what you were trading for and I provided them and 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 vice versa so um, you know that's always important um, you know the, the tracking number is not just for your protection but also your peace of mind because generally if you send something out you're going to trust this person you're putting trust in that person um, uh, let's see here plastic cons putting something up and I can't see it it's done oh, all right. it's done. done yo there it is dude there you go <laughs> thank you um, and now you got to modify it to be correct that's oh. true oh the first wave of <laughs> of Creo combiners, especially, uh, I noticed it mostly on Predaking and on um, Devastator. Is mm-hmm. they uh, they put parts in weird places. Um, that's very true. They they did. I'll mess with that later. Trying to stay in the yeah, conversation. Ne- never put your your parts in a wrong, in a bad place. Yeah, I know, right? Unless you know where it's been. It might get gangrene. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, if uh, you guys, uh, Mike, what, what, uh, have you uh, have you made any trades on the boards? Um, or, or on... I've only traded mostly with the uh, the same guy I bought all those pieces with. And, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much only stick to trading with people I've talked to on boards for a really long time. Um because uh, I don't really trust it. I mean, when you because when you're trading, you're going on uh, sending your goods out, um, assuming or hoping that they are actually fulfilling their side and sending their goods to you. Right. Um, Have you ever come across anyone? Uh, I know you probably not because you said you mostly you only deal with people you've done deals with already. Uh, but yeah. one thing that hurt to me, I remember last year was a guy uh, up front. He said. Well, you don't have as much feedback as me. I want you to send your stuff first. And I was like, wow. I was like, no, nah, bro, nah. Uh-uh. I said, uh, you know, if if you're that uncomfortable, we shouldn't even do a deal. Um, I only did that once. Yeah, um, and I mean, and it, I wasn't actually training a transformer on my part. I was training a video game, and yeah. I was it was to a kid, um, because you know I was telling him he's playing the wrong video games and he needs to play this. So I sent it to him first because his parents were worried that you know I was trying to get you know right get something from him. But I sent it. He got it. He sent me the stuff, and it was all. I had a similar experience good. once, um, where I had a uh, a guy do that, but I had the better feedback than him, so he offered to mail first. 
Yeah. Um, we'll see what I mean. Is... He's like, well, I'll mail first, same way I would if it was, if I was buying this stuff from you. I would send you the money before you mail the stuff. So right. he sent his stuff as payment, and then when I received it, I sent his out. Well, what I was going to ask is if, because uh, basically what happened with this guy was he agreed to ship on the same day. Um, and because I had just said, hey, you know, if you're not cool with uh, with uh, doing the deal fair and square, you know, I have no problem passing. Um, you know, we can both find another, another person to work with. Uh, and he said, no, it's cool. We'll ship on the same day. And it's actually happened a couple times. People will wait until they actually receive stuff from me, and then they ship out. You know, and they'll be like, "Oh no, I shipped it that day." And I'm like, "No, no. man, the tracking—it didn't even get accepted until the day you got my stuff." I'm like, "I just wondered if anybody else has to go through that because, I mean, like, I know personally, um, you know, I've I've got a pretty pretty decent amount of feedback, um, but I mean, you know, there's guys that have like 50, 60, 80, mm. 90 pages, you know, um, so I'm still, you know. I'm still a little fella uh, in that regard, but at the same time, I mean, as far as people that commonly trade, I'm like I blow people out of the water as far as uh, mass on my on my feedback. Uh, so I'm just wondering if that ever happens to anyone else because usually the people that seem to do that are the ones that um, they they don't quite measure up. And they every once in a while they'll have like a weird entry. Um, so I just wondered if you guys ever had any experience with that, like you know if you if you ever. Uh, you know, said anything to him like if you said, "Hey, you know, I want my stuff back," or any kind of complaints. You know, anything, any any kind of similar experience. Uh, well, as far as the the unequal shipping times, yeah, the, the the trade I currently made that I'm waiting on to show up now, where I traded the uh, MP10 Takara toward uh, what I traded for is a mint in box unused uh, stickers unapplied Nucleon Quest convoy and a G1 Target Master Scourge. Um, wow. Mm. And we were supposed to ship on the same day. And then, of course, I mean, we made the deal like last Wednesday or Thursday uh, online. And I was like, hey, i got a lot of stuff going on this weekend, getting new windows in the house. I'm not going to put a box thing up to ship it till Monday, Tuesday. So I told him up front, there's going to be a delay in shipping. Um, and so, yeah, I boxed it up Monday night, sent a message. It's boxed up. I'm mailed out tomorrow. Uh, mailed it on Tuesday morning. Sent him a message. Hey, you shipped your box out today. Uh, he provided me with a tracking number. Uh, looked like he bought postage online because you know when I put it in it would just say that the post office hasn't re- received it yet, accepted it yet, but that they've been notified that there's going to be a package or something to that effect. Um, so I checked it. I think it was this morning, and uh, looked like he had, had just shipped it out uh, just today, and then his his package is scheduled to arrive tomorrow. So you know going on to him, I met a Tuesday. It already been on the way for two days before mine even got accepted by the post office and was leaving his area. Uh, but I mean, he didn't wait until mine showed up to ship it. But he shipped yeah. it like the day so, before. So he basically he just had a delay, and it, did he did he actually contact you to let you know it'd be delayed, no. or it just happened? No, it just happened. He sent me the tracking number on Tuesday, and then you know it just I checked it Wednesday and then Thursday, and it didn't show any movement until Thursday today. Right. How about you, Plasticon? Uh, what kind of uh, trades have you made? I've um, I've made a few trades with um, just kind of like my local Facebook group. I actually talked to a few people on there, but we actually talked through Skype and all that, and it's not like we're um, not face-to-face. So uh, normally that's usually about the time I'll actually do trades with people is when we actually really start getting to know each other. Um, I traded off some stuff that I had because I had collected a lot of knockoffs, and I had gotten hold of like the original ones, so trade them off to a buddy of mine that actually collects the knockoffs, so it's just kind of a win-win situation. I've gotten Creo kits from other people, and um, actually, 
the one that I always call uh, Peekaboo Prime. I actually got him <laughs> for that as well. Peekaboo. Which one was he again? This is Peekaboo Prime. Once you hit the button on the back, he just flips open. Oh yeah, Peekaboo Prime. It was Peekaboo like Prime movie one, right? No, seriously. I mean, look at this, Peekaboo Prime. Hey, there's a request uh, in the in the YouTube comments. <laughs> they say uh, you're gonna have to build Predaking again. They didn't get to see it, and they want it all over, start to finish. So, well, you know what? Uh, I will do a time. You know, I'll completely tear it down. I'll do a time lapse. You guys can go watch it on my channel. Oh, okay, that's way. okay. See, that worked out. Now you got a free plug right there. Plasticon <laughs> review videos. Check it out. You get Predaking uh, front to back, back to front, all over again. In the back door. I actually need to review my G1 Predaking I got into. So let's bring it out, man. You know you knew this it's was going to happen. on a shelf, like, literally it's buried right behind there. all my headmasters right it's now. It's right there. It's right there. Let's just see it. Oh, that reminds me, uh, Plasticon, <laughs> did, you, uh, did you receive your uh, Snapdragon body? Yes, I did. Thank you very much. No problem. I got him in the headmaster I had, popped right on, just fit just fine. I was like, great, got this, put on my shelf with the rest of them. So, oh, so you already had uh, Crunk? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I have several of the. Uh, I actually have a few more extra ones, but I got them tucked away inside an art box. Just waiting on getting bodies for I need a, I think it's um, Hosehead, Brainstorm, and um, Mind Wipe. I need to find those three bodies for those. I have the Headmasters for them, so. So, uh, you uh, did you already have the weapons for Snapdragon, or? No, I'll have to acquire those. So that, that'll be the cheap. Time. That'll be the cheap part. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's always the cheapest part. Form. You know, getting that silly freaking gun that's like mm. literally that big that costs you seventy five bucks because somebody's yeah. on the wrong. Hey, we got a cool question here uh, on the YouTube comments. It says, "Do you guys keep a little black book of good traders, bad traders?" That is a good question. That's a that's an awesome question. Uh, I know personally, I don't keep a black book, but I definitely keep some serious mental notes on people. Um, there's, Same here. There's, I mean, there's very. I've had very, very few like really drastically bad experiences where, um, you know, people should probably hope I never meet them. <laughs> um, but in general, like, there's a, you know, everybody ends up with a couple of guys that are just like go to guys. They're you know awesome trade partners. They always hook you up. Um, you know, and hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm on the good list with quite a few people. Um, you know, I know, like, I, I deal with some cassette guys all the time because we're always trying to find a new variant um, or, like, a weird KO or an extra part. Um, so, and that's always cool because, you know, we're always contributing to the same place and the same stuff. Uh, but, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, there's going to be some guys that you'll always deal with and people that you won't even bother looking at their threads or their eBay listings then um, obviously this is the place to talk about that, but the good guys, uh, right. you know, I know on TFW I've had really good luck with a few guys, you know, to the point where we don't even really leave feedback. You know, we were doing like 10, 20 deals in a couple months. Um, you know, I know uh, Duran and I have done probably, what, like six deals now, five probably, deals? Probably, yeah, six, uh, at least six, yeah. And we just kind of came out of nowhere a couple months ago and did a trade. Um, and then it was like a week later, it was like, oh, hey, you still got this? Yeah. I said, like, all right, cool. And then boom, boom. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's one of the few guys that shipped as fast or faster than I did at the time. Uh, so I was definitely impressed because I usually uh, I stress out to make sure I get stuff out the door uh, to people as quick as possible, um, you know, as far as if they, if they buy something, whatever their shipping dictates. Uh, but right. I definitely try to keep the handling time, you know, the same day, maybe a couple hours uh, max. And, 
So, uh, you know, him, him to be able to keep up and actually get to the, the, the shipping label out before I did, I was like, all right, you know. No, you I've got that little like, scale right there, yep. and I've got the shipping labels right here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 scale and uh, a printer are, and a yardstick or like a, a ruler are essential if you want to sell. That's something we kind of forgot to go over. Um, yeah. The tape measure. Yeah, the scale, tape measure. Uh, I don't know if. Let me pick this up, but yeah, yeah, that, uh, those, those nice three scale right here will save you an amazing amount of money in one month of doing serious selling. Um, actually, that scale was $16. And if you, uh, a lot of sellers, even if you sell on eBay, uh, you can get um, a uh, like a dollar off, dollar fifty off, or something if you pay for shipping through PayPal. Yeah, and actually, just a quick tip. Um, I don't know if it's only through eBay or through the post office itself, uh, but I know on eBay right now, if you sell something, they're actually doing shipping discounts for the holidays um, up to, I want to say, like 16% or more. Um, so just every little bit helps because, you know, they tax you on that. So Yeah. Even even USPS.com has cheaper rates for buying it online. Yeah. You, in the right. Post right. You can I'm say, saying as of right now, eBay right. is doing a holiday gig as well. Yeah. And I... I, I ship pretty much everything uh, uh postage is already paid whenever i ship something out and we actually bought that scale for uh, my wife's little uh, electronic cigarette uh, business that she had on ebay for a while and um that was saving us uh the we had the little uh, the e-packets or the uh, the uh, little small uh manila envelopes mm -hmm. and um you know, uh, whenever we take them to the post office, it would be like two dollars and nineteen cents to ship the little atomizers, five little atomizers, uh, atomizers in that bub a bubble mailer. Yeah. Uh, and we start, we got this and the uh, the uh, the the printing labels, and we started doing it on eBay, and uh, the shipping was only costing uh, costing us like a dollar fifty. Right. So we're, yeah. we were saving like fifty cents for every uh, every item that we shipped, and that little scale was already paid for itself. Yeah. So yeah. I actually uh, mine um, was probably like thirty forty bucks after tax, and I think it paid for itself after about six packages. Yeah. Um, just going uh, using priority. Uh, a couple were bigger, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you talk a bigger package, send in priority, you're saving two to six dollars almost. Yeah, and you know, like it, it. Sometimes it sucks to try to find the tape measure and do all that, and you know, it's easier to just wait in line for a few minutes. But I mean, that money really, really adds up, and you know, that's money that could be on toys. You know? Yeah, I spent six bucks on shipping when you could have spent you know less on shipping to someone else and had more money in your pocket. So yeah, for real. Um, Chad, I, I know you were you had to drop away for a few minutes because uh, you suck. No, <laughs> talking to his son. Um, oh. But uh, uh, yeah, we were talking now. Oh no, I was going to say, uh, does your son suck as well, or is he okay? Is he? I'll actually let you. Ow, that. that hurts. Hey, I'll tell my seven year old you said that. Oh, you'll tell your seven-year-old that I asked you if he sucked and you couldn't give me a straight answer. <laughs> oh. You're going to tell your kid that you couldn't say that he rocks. Yeah, yeah, I feel bad. So yeah. anyway, so I tell anyway, you, he rocks, and I don't even know him. I just know he's related to your crap ass. <laughs> yeah, I still okay. give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> um, Chad, you uh, have you 
done any trades uh, via the board or uh, Facebook or anything? Um, not um, just in the recent past, but ever. I mean, what what's your experience, experience is trading? Man, it's been so long. Um, I know that's what she said. I sold, I sold and traded a long time ago for um, dildo. <laughs> dildo Tron. Yeah. How'd you know, man? How'd you know? It's the way your what cheeks you? are shaped. You know what the funny thing is? The funny thing is it was face. it was whipping saying Galvatron. So I mean it's oh. kinda weird. <laughs> we were talking about Dildotron last. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, yeah, that's uh, Galvatron. So did you get the mustard variant? <laughs> so uh man, uh my trades were limited. Um very limited, actually. I've only I've only traded a couple times, uh, and I really didn't I didn't get what I wanted out of the deal because uh, one guy shipped me the package he shipped me. He was a, a heavy smoker, and when I opened up the package, it just the whole package smelled like smoke, and it was just awful. Have you ever shipped uh, your pants? <laughs> no, I've never shipped my pants. Actually, <laughs> you know you can ship your uh, pants for free now. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow, man! All this stuff I'm learning on here. I need to listen more often and watch this show more often. Yeah, it's real easy. You shut your face hole first. <laughs> yeah, I. Hey, let's hey. see. I'm the one that doesn't talk. You're the one that talks too much. That's right. Um, hey, you know what? Your cake slot ain't got nothing on me, brother. All right, I've said brother like 15 times, dude. You got me repeating myself because I can't think of any more ways to beat the crap out of you emotionally. So that's because that's because Hulk Hogan has a limited vocabulary. You're gonna have to make sense, man. You gotta this is where the power lies, brother. You know me and all my Hulkamaniacs. Let us see. Everybody knows Ultimate Warrior was cooler anyway, so it's got to shake the ropes, man. So, anyway, yeah, limited, very limited trading. I've only traded a couple times, and the one time was a very bad experience. What, what happened? What happened? No. Tell us. The guy, the guy, uh, <laughs> you guys really ought to start the Queer and Queer show. Dude, I got there. scared. You said it was something scary. I... <laughs> <laughs> Now it's not cool when you guys make fun of it. God. It's the worst show ever. The uh, No, the guy shipped, and it was like the package was full. Of, I mean, it just smelled like it was stra a straight ashtray. And it it actually, the whole figure stunk. I ended up getting rid of the figure because of it. Oh, wow. That bad. It's so, bad. Yeah, it was, it was rough. But, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. trading, trading I haven't really uh -huh. done much of. Yeah. That's cool. So cool. Um, but yeah, trading, buying, selling, and trading. There's a lot of do's and don'ts. Um, I think we've covered a lot of the uh, the good ones. And um, no, we have the, actually. There's so much stuff we can't cover. We need 35 hours at least. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, so, like it's it's crazy. Like this could turn into a series by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Because it I mean, there's so much just random stuff that you learn as you go. So if there's anybody listening that's like new, basically just like get your crap together, man. Like buy from someone. The, the just best stay way. away from it. Just, just yeah, yeah. Other than that, but like 
buy from someone that has like a super awesome record. Oh, it's an old school Game Boy booting up. Yeah, yeah. And there's a dog. Doesn't even have color. Dog, it's the original. Yeah, I have one of those. It's this awesome. thing will survive anything. Screw your color. My <laughs> <laughs> dog in the background. I don't need color. But yeah, uh, I see it black and white. Shut up. <laughs> we've talked a lot. We've talked a lot about uh, uh, some good information here, and and it's a good starting point, I think. Um, you know, we I, I think there's enough that we could actually expand upon it. Um, you know, on a later episode, again down the road. Um, but before we uh, we wrap up, um, I know that uh, Swayze, you have uh, a, a a Facebook group that uh, you've got right now, and you're also working on a website, yeah, uh, the Robot yeah. Room. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to plug that a little bit, and also, uh, <laughs> <laughs> also tell us uh, about your love of cassettes. Yeah, uh, definitely a, a weird cassette psycho. Um, you got something to say, huh? No. You trying to say something, bro? Cassettes <clears throat> are awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Play your game. That's right. It doesn't take cassettes, so it sucks. Anyway. <laughs> I'm from the 80s, man. What are you talking about? I remember 8-tracks, for God's sake. Don't go there. It's not my fault you remember. 8-tracks, <laughs> oh my gosh. But I remember listening to my first Kiss 8-track. Uh, eight, eight it was like, wow. You guys are old. Yes. Wow. The old men. Dude, Kiss box set. Anybody could. You get that at Walmart now. Yeah. Come on. That's a, re- <laughs> that's a reissue. <laughs> that's an encore. Um, but yeah, I do have a, a little Facebook group that was only really started um, basically with some people that I knew that I'd uh, done some deals with. Um, but if anybody wants to check it out, it's just the Robot Room by Swage Six Six. Um, you know, I just kind of post stuff up that I get in here and there, and uh, we'll either be putting up on eBay or on the website. Just go that way. I, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm basically I want to build a website for cassette collectors like me. Because um, I know when I first started, I didn't know a damn thing. I and, didn't know there were so damn many ver- uh, different yeah, versions. Yeah, you're of lucky, man. Because I found out, and my stupid self was like, "Oh, I want one of each, and then I want two of each." And yeah, there's like 400 some different cassettes. And uh, you know, I basically, I just want to build a resource for some people that you know don't know how many cassettes there are, or how to identify them. I wasn't uh, aware there was that many cassettes. Yeah, it's pretty insane. I mean, you, just like. Frenzy and Rumble alone, they had two different variants that were released back in the 80s. One had plastic feet, the other one had die cast. Just alone. That's just that's four robots right there that are cassettes. Right. So, I, mean, I know there's variances throughout all of them. Not to mention all the e-hobby reissues, and then you had the Japan dino ones that they never released. The officially, like, I don't know, I've seen, like, knockoff black ones before. But I've also seen the, uh, the actual... Real colored ones. Oh, the dino cassettes. Uh, yeah, those, funny that you those things them. are so like. Yeah. yeah, those things are so obscure and so rare, but no, they're cold, so cold awesome. I'm like, That's so why does an encore just reissue like an entire freaking cassette like plethora? Yeah, the thing is awesome. Yeah, yeah, these are the ones I'm actually showing right now. These are actually uh, the G1 style color deco uh, KO versions. Uh, mm-hmm. They're actually pretty slick. Uh, you know, they they actually come with a set of set of decals. Um, you know, they come with a little tray, nice box. These can actually be also be found in a four pack uh, rectangular display box. Um, and there's three different variations. There's the G1 color, there's the gray, and a black set. 
Um, and each one features different uh, boxes. Like one has. You already um, opened these. Yeah, yeah, they don't come sealed. So. Um, Mind if I go ahead and open? Pop it open, man. Stick your fingers right in there. Yeah. Yeah, I got those knockoffs in the G1 colors, and they're some of the nice. rivets weren't really tight enough, and they're a little loose and floppy, but they're really cool. Yeah, because you gotta remember, really anytime you're dealing with a KO, I mean, you can't expect. You know, super know, high quality. Super high quality. I'll let you transform it since uh, oh, you're gonna make me do this. I don't know. I got some of those G1 uh, knockoffs that are really high quality. This guy here's uh, always been the one that I was interested in. The uh, look like the sauropod. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. know which one that one uh, that one is. I can't remember his name. Let's make let's make that a pop up question for the the YouTube guys. Yeah. Who is that one? Who the, the blue? Which, <laughs> what what's the official name of this guy here? Yeah. First one gets a noogie. How about yeah. that? <laughs> no, first one gets some nookie. What? Yes. <laughs> like always. Um, so, uh, somebody keeps asking about a Euro buzzsaw, too. Did you bring that in? I don't. What? What? Why? Why would I bring that anywhere into daylight? You know, YouTube person, you know, uh, yeah, you're just talking. You're really demanding right now, and I'm busy. <laughs> so, you know. Maybe I'll think about it. No, actually, what they're referring to is uh, in the there's there's a cassette group that I joined that was actually something I was into before. Uh, <laughs> wow, he's so sad. Yeah, uh, before it's like, I, it's like I, he he set it down and goes it goes thump. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not having a good time. He's depressed now. Yeah, um, but I was actually in this cassette group before I even got on TFW, and it's like been like the biggest resource and the biggest money sucking adventure I've ever been on. Um, G1 Velociraptor. I was able to get uh, super. It's ugly. It's awesome. It's that too. <laughs> Just the fact that it's a cassette turning into a dinosaur. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so was Slugfest. He's still cool. <laughs> Overkill. Overkill is just Overkill's all kinds of awesome too. I think Overkill is my favorite one. Out of all the G1 cassettes, I think Overkill is probably my favorite. Okay, uh, yeah, that this one here is Die, D-A-I. Mm-hmm. Look at Dennis Richard, the grand... The wiener. The grand man, Dial, Dairu. Oh, he's just going to name them all. Uh, you get the free noogie, Dennis. There you go. You owe me beer, and now I owe you a noogie. So we're, we're good. <laughs> he owes you, you owe him beer, and he owes you noogie. Yeah, he owes me beer because uh, he's a, he's a he's an international cat that um, is like, oh hey, by the way, I know you need this cassette, so I had one shipped to you that I own, that you need to ship to me, just to rub it in my face. Where where is he located? Uh, he's located uh, a little bit over the rainbow. Um, I don't know if he wants that spread out. So I'm not well, gonna... say a country. I can't say his country, man. I don't know that guy. He oh. could be crazy, Dennis. Type in if I, if it's okay to say where you're from. We got Inspector Gadget over here. He um, lives with the Rainbow Guild. It, probably Ireland. Um, <laughs> now I'm all kinds of twisted. Is it at the part of uh, at the part of the end of the part of the Hip Hop the Anonymous? Yeah. <laughs> Speak English, please. No hablan glaze. No. No, no, already broken. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> already broken yeah so anyway G1 Euro Buzzsaw is this crazy find that I made 
Uh, and go, it, it, go get it if you want. No, I'm not. I'm talking now. I'm talking. Everybody, Ass. shut your pies. All right, before I stuff some apples in there. And uh, <laughs> so, anyway, the cool thing about this G1 buzzsaw is that he's actually all tampo on the backside. Uh, no decals except for the rub symbol. And not only is he tampoed, uh, but he now has also had her penis rubbed on him because yeah. as soon as he opened him up, he just kind of went, oh, yeah. I was hoping we could show the clip, but now that you ruined it. Um, <laughs> Plasticon, cut to the clip. It's for the after show. <laughs> it's VIP, for the ending credits. VIP, dog. $14. That clip requires a credit card. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Act now. Then it says he's in Canada. Uh, that's not exactly another country, though. That is another country. Canada's a whole new world, bro. So that's Dennis <laughs> Richard. The dude is like a supercomputer of crazy random cassette knowledge. He's like the TF Wiki that walks around with his hot Romanian girlfriend or whatever he told me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got myself a little uh, little fan going on there. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's going to give him Nookie. Yeah, somebody's going to give Dennis some, some Nookie. And I think I recognize that name, but I'm not sure. Hey, I'm not going to interrupt. What can I say? I'm going to let you do your thing, girl. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the G1 Euro Buzzsaw, I'll probably get that in a couple minutes. But it's it's, it's a pretty unique variant, um, and it's actually clear as to why it's different. It's not like one of the minor, super minor things that some of us go for. Um, so, but yeah. Um, I'm trying to get uh, realedrobot.com off the ground, and I'm going to try to get some help from anybody that has like a super wicked cassette collection, or even just has really really good HD photography of theirs. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be open to having people submit their photos, and you know, I'll post them up. It's just going to be a resource site um, funded by whatever I can sell anywhere else. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I just want to build something from the ground up for cassette collectors and cassette collectors only. And then I'm going to kind of branch off into um, helping people learn how to buy, sell, trade, and just advance their collections and help themselves out as, uh, I, I have using to admit, Transformers as a tool. I have to admit, whenever you first told me that you have an idea of, of opening up a website specifically dealing with cassette transformers i'm like there's like i'm like there's rumble frenzy <laughs> ravage rat bat laser yeah. beak buzzsaw uh overkill slugfest uh and then you got the autobot cassettes and then you got these guys i'm like okay that's going to be a really exciting website yeah but then then you was telling me like different <laughs> versions of them i'm like really i didn't yeah. realize there was that many different versions i miss those days when I, I didn't need as as many dollars to pick up all these cassettes yeah i mean that was a good feeling thinking they were only like 20 or 25 and then every day i see new pictures and new pictures and then there's custom ones and then there's ko's and there's oh it's 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 total insanity and you know a lot of people are, are just like you and that's that's kind of my aim is to show people you know that there's there's so many you've never seen you've never heard of uh but another advantage is uh maybe someone comes across the site that has one that they didn't think was rare mm -hmm. and they're like oh hey check this out i have this one or maybe we'll see some that we've never seen before or maybe it'll help you know pop the market up and we'll get some you know a little more a little more than the run-of-the-mill mps and encores you know instead of the comic characters we can get some of uh the pre-movie script or 
you know, just some of the weird uh, variants that they've, they've you know, been mentioned somewhere, but they've never been done. You know, uh, um, at Slagacom, um, uh, Sidecutter from Captured Prey and I, we were talking to uh, Pete Sinclair, mm-hmm. um, and um, we were kind of trying to feed the bug in his ear about uh, possibly, you know, it's like the club every year for the subscription service has got like different figures that they that they use and um you know it's like this uh, this coming year they're going to have the uh, the the rumble and frenzy mold repainted as rewind and eject mm-hmm. and you know knowing that they're able to get figures now that that have not been released in the United States and basically use tooling that is expensive to use uh, like those molds um you know we asked them how how hard would it be for them to get the masterpiece cassette molds and next uh, uh, like uh, the 2015 set do um masterpiece uh enemy masterpiece wing thing masterpiece rosanna yeah, masterpiece Rosanna, masterpiece. You know, you, you could there's different. You could have an entire subscription service with masterpiece yeah. cassettes. Yeah, and uh, and he uh, he kind of tilted his head. And he goes, you know, well, that might that might not be a bad idea. But you know, he says I don't know if if uh, the rest of the club would go for that. But he says it's actually kind of a cool idea. So you know, who knows if if it ever comes to be, you know, you might be able to thank. Uh, uh, side cutter and me for, oh. for kind of putting the uh, bug in the ear. Really? Yeah. You don't think I'll I'll rule the world by that point? Uh. I mean, just saying, just saying. Well, wh- what do you guys think? Uh, would you well, do a subscription service for a masterpiece? You guys, uh, you kind of look like Pinky in the Brain. Yeah. I probably would. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to to Swage your uh, website being up because I have a. Uh, Found in a local comic shop. They didn't really the woman didn't know how much charge for it because she couldn't didn't know what to look it up as. But it's the Rumble Frenzy mold in primarily white with a few little red bits. Um, of course, I've had to switch computers when I have webcams, so I can't go get it and bring it in to show anybody. But yeah, it's, I have no idea if it's, it's a knockoff, if it's some weird no. variant or what. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I look forward to you getting that up and going so I can look it up and see what I, exactly what I have. Here's here's another one. That You're we saying it's white with ago. red bits. Yeah, it's 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 like it's the Rumble Frenzy mold, but it's mostly right. white, and I think like his head, his forearms, and maybe some of the parts on his back are red. Oh, that's yeah, the that's one you enemy. found at the uh, comic. No, yeah, that's not it. Yeah, uh, there, there was one white. that came with twin cast that looked a lot like that. No, no, that's well, no, that was like a Dicle. that was like eject or something like that. No, that was the eject rewind mold. I know the one you're talking right. about, uh, Plasticon. I have that because uh, flip sides was one you're thinking of. Okay. No, this is a vintage. It's definitely old. This is, looks like it's from the 80s. Uh, it's, it uh, might have been a Swage is trying. As well. Swage is trying to answer your question. You guys are just <laughs> adorable. No, you're, you're, you're kind of close. Uh, actually, if it's the one, does it have any stickers on it? I'm just going to ask that right up front. Does it have any stickers? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I think it does. Yeah, that's, that's kind of one of those weird uh, KO lines, uh, micro. It's kind of like a Diaclone knockoff style. Kind of hard to specify an exact uh, year range, but they actually uh, mostly are. They are pretty much vintage at this point um, because they are old, uh, late 70s, I, I want to say. Um, 
And mostly in that series, there was a gray and blue laser beak, which was a condor. Uh, mm-hmm. And they also had alternating white and red uh, uh, rumble or frenzy molds. And usually the back had a, a sticker that was unique to their line, and it just said like micro or micro line or whatever. Uh, they're pretty hard to find in really nice, um, really nice condition. Um, and also because of the there's head variants on those, so you might have one that's white on half the panels and red on the other half, and then you'll have one that's alternated, where you know red where the other one was white, white where the other one was red. But then there's different heads as well. Some of them have all red, some are white, some have an all red head with a blue face, and just all kinds of different stuff to make them a little bit more unique than the next one in line. Um, So he, I mean, you know, depending on condition and stuff, I mean, it's probably a good find, Um, but it's definitely cool to have. Super rare. Yeah, it's pretty close to mint. Um, And I got it for only 25 bucks, so she didn't know what the price of that. I don't know if that was a lot or not. Uh, I'm gonna see if I pull up my photo book at account. Yeah, so you can see a picture of it. Cause that, yeah, you're, you're distorting a lot. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting mixed up. I think you said you got it for like twenty five. Yes. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's that's probably right on the money. If especially if it's in uh, pretty good condition, that's you know. Yeah, if I, from so, my recollection, it was pretty dead man. Yeah, some um, rumble is like a really, really weird mold in the sense that KOs sometimes can hit big time money. Even for the crappiest KOs, as long as they look okay, like some people will just pay like crazy money. Um, whereas, you know, like the same line of KOs, they won't pay anything for a laser beak. But then sometimes it's the other way around. Uh, but 25 for anything, any, you know, actually like a, original or vintage or close enough to it uh, is definitely really good if you got the weapons with it as well. Um, anywhere between 20 and 30 is going to be about your average price um, that you want to spend on those. Although you get one that's dead mint, dead mint weapons, you know, the original case, I mean, then you're talking bigger money. But um, yeah, 25 is really good for a cassette like that. Um, that seems to be, you know, at least on the good end of average. Um, you definitely could have paid a lot more for well, it. Well, <laughs> you did have the, the uh You dropped off on us there. We. Are you still there? I believe we've lost the same guy we're trying. Uh, no. I can hear you. We we hear you, <laughs> yeah, but you're like very digitized. Yeah, I'm trying digitized. to bring up the photo book. Yeah, I'm trying to bring up the photo bucket, and my computer's not liking processes at once. Hmm. I'm gonna have to cancel that out. Wow, you got like five twelve k of. RAM in that uh, laptop there? Yeah, 28K connection. No, like, uh, it's got <laughs> quite a bit. It's just, I don't know, it just, <laughs> it's crappy. He, he, he's got a big gun, but no bullets. <laughs> Michael looks up like what? Okay, tell me what. How about can we do? Can we seriously do a contest for the for the people that listen? That like they take a random screenshot and make a caption, and we'll like we got to you got to figure something out to give them or like give them a shout out or a plug of some sort. Because I got to tell you, man, like when I first started, you know, after you told me about the podcast and stuff, every time I look at the YouTube channel, it was you would like be like this weird face, you'd be like. like 
Yeah. And it, like, I didn't even have to play the video. It would just randomly be like, Duran Land uploaded. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, what Rage you, face. Yeah, like, what could you possibly be talking about to make that face? And I, I think that's a good idea. So, so sometime around the middle of the podcast, I need to do a whole lot of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> either that or either that or be picking up my my microphone going. <laughs> oh, oh, we can both do it. Let's... <laughs> Have you ever played gay chicken? No. You want to play? No. Right now. No. Come on. No. Come on, dude. No. No lip gloss. Let's just go no. raw. No. No cocking here. Ready? No. Just lean back. This guy would never survive the military. <laughs> Don't flinch. <laughs> uh, this oh, coming from the guy who's talking a while ago, and I go, ah. yeah, yeah. He sticks his tongue out. I try to bite it, and all of a sudden, he he gets all scared. Whatever. So how you guys doing? He's, cam- he's camera shy. How about I go on a tour? How about I go on a tour? Who's who wants me at their house next? Chad? I'm roaming, man. I'm in my uh, mobile studio. Yeah, I see that. You're like all in the dark, like you're um, Blair Witch or something over there. Yeah, Blair Witch over there. He's in the Matrix right now, man. Leave him alone. Well, he's <laughs> he's not, trying he's, to hide. His connection, <laughs> even though he's on a cell phone, he's got a really good connection. I, I have to admit. Yeah, he does. Wow. Anybody? Somebody? Did we just have dead air? That will never well, happen again. No. Never. I'm trying to figure out, are you even able to come to Florida? I do whatever the hell I want, dude. Yeah, you want to question me again? He's jobless, bro. Man. Question you, huh? Dude. He's pantsless and jobless. That's right. Oh, That's God. Only way to live. <laughs> he will yeah. come to your house with no pants on. That's right. I mean, I might drive Show up pants at on. the house but, with take no a look, pants on. Take a look at my mohawk, <laughs> baby. In case you guys didn't notice, when we were doing the gay chicken bit, he actually <laughs> edged his head that way. But seeing as I have no pants on, did you notice that his rear end stayed stationary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's the homo now? Yeah. <laughs> at least I haven't sat here in the podcast going... Pre-show. <laughs> VIP fourteen dollars. Oh, there we are. Then we got a picture. Ah, yeah, that? Me, uh, yeah. I've that seen that before. Up. And I would like to point out that a couple guys in the cassette group still said it wrong in the when they when they were trying to notify this guy. I think, but yeah, that's definitely a micros. Hell, you even you even got the label there, dude. Come on. Yeah, I have weapons, but I got. Yeah, but that is, that is did a, they did they even come with weapons? I don't know. Some of them, I think some of them did. But, um, yeah, that thing looks like it's in really good condition, man. That's a really good find right there. I mean, look at the screws. The screws aren't even rusted on it. Yeah, the rivets it's look good. pretty good condition. Yeah. Looks like, a, I don't know if it's just the, uh, I don't know if it's the lighting, but it actually looks like the chrome is decent. You know, maybe a little bit of spots here and there. Nice, though. But, yeah, these are the kind of things that I want to focus on to show people, you know, that there's, you know, yeah, there's like, you know, X amount of molds, but then... You multiply it by all the KOs, all the repaints, all the the factory mix-ups, and it's just it's just crazy. Three issues. Yeah, I mean, there's because there's so, changes through those two that I've seen anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drink your coffee. Yeah. 
You trying to look more important? Like, I said something and drank immediately. Must be good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink Sorry. my Coke. Oh. Well, I mean, I've, I've seen, like, differences between some of the, the reissues because some of them have stickers and some of them are tampled on. So there right. are differences between the two. Yeah, and even um, sometimes between uh, ones that have been reissued multiple times, some of them look exactly the same, and then there's a couple in between that look different. Um, so, you know, it just depends on how you look at it. Like, I know uh, a weird one that I have is the Toys R Us reissue that came out a few years back. Uh, I got one in the store, you know, just like normal, and I look at it, and uh, the Laserbeak doesn't have a Decepticon logo on his head, and he also doesn't have a rub symbol. But Because we, we know you like to rub on stuff. Well, friction is the key to success. And uh, it shows a lot of stuff when you rub on it. Well, you know. God. Now I can't even talk anymore. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. Oh, there he goes. At least when Greg interrupts now, he brings something cool to the table. Yeah. He at least contributes a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's that's a beautiful thing right there. Yeah, I'll give you four bucks. Uh, this next picture, it pops up. You see the, the sticker on the back. Uh, is actually in pretty good shape too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a nice one, dude. Yeah, I'll give you four bucks. That's definitely a KO. Uh, there's no way I'm going to sell it uh, for less. For how much? There's no way I would sell it less than I paid for it. I actually don't want to sell it at all. I I, I kind of like it. Huh. So um, those, fair enough. That uh, that figure right there. Uh, about when is when was it released again? I'm thinking those ones are actually like from either the real late 70s or, you know, even like in the... Pre-Transformer then. Yeah, I think so. I think they're, you know, kind of like Diaclone knockoffs. But wow. again, the, that's one of those things, man. Like as many cassettes that I know of, like there's so many details that are just so hard to nail down. Um, so don't quote me. I could be wrong. But as far as I know, like, uh, you know, it's, it's relatively old. It should be, you know, 83 or earlier. Because uh, Micro seems to be a line that was knocking off Diaclone itself, um, and that's pretty much what that would fall under. So, yeah, if uh, it's if, definitely a good find, and that thing is an awesome. Sh- that's that's an awesome condition, man. I would, uh, if you don't sell it to me, <laughs> I would definitely hold on to that one. It's pretty slick. Yeah, if uh, if any of the listeners well, on the YouTube I'm channel, if any of the listeners on the YouTube channel knows uh, any more about that particular figure. Uh, like the release date, uh, or not the not necessarily the release date, but release release year, uh, and any more information, uh, feel free to post it on our forums at tftalk.net, or you can uh, join our Facebook group. It's an open group on Facebook, TFYLP, um, and uh, let us know in there. I, I'm kind of interested to hear more information on that. Uh, Dennis Richard is offering you $5 for it. Uh, I actually do not have plans to sell it at this time, but if I ever do, Swage, you'll be the first person I call. I don't think he gives a flying damn. Yeah. No, actually, in this case, I do because there's a cassette. So, yes, Greg, I respectfully uh, would like to thank you for that offer. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, if you ever stop being a total crackpot and holding on to a cassette that you don't care about and you want to pass it on to someone that... I love this thing. Are you kidding? That's why I bought it. See the holes in it? His penis fits in them perfectly. Really? Wow. That was... Actually, I wear it across my chest and stick my nipples in those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got to give him that one. 
I yeah. can't. I can't argue. With that. that was a good one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would be happy to be first in line for that thing. That's definitely a, a good one to have. Well, uh, you guys have anything uh, else you want to mention before we wrap up? Chad sucks. And also, Greg uh, I sucks. Think, I think he's he dropped out here. Oh, good. So Chad's gone. He's lost the death match again for probably the fifth I've time. Left. Uh, oh, oh, great. Uh, he, he turned off it's, the video. So it's even better. I don't have to look at his, 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 oh, there it is again. <laughs> oh, Chad. I was actually Chad. Googling that cassette to find out more about it. Why? You could you could Google my, know what I'm saying, bro? Google is just, I wouldn't ask Google you, me. but you're too busy talking about yourself. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about cassettes, and I'm talking about your, your, your face, your your face that just offends. Look at Plasticon can't even talk anymore since your face came back on the screen. He's like, ah, <laughs> that guy. That's why Greg's not I'm just, looking. I'm That's why my video went on. That's what I do, man. See what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not me, bro. Like, I'm just vocalizing what's happening here. And oh, I'm hey, I'm good. I know, man. Hey, the doctor slapped me and then slapped my mom and went to that shit when I was born. It's been a lifetime, a lifetime deal for me. Dude, I wasn't the doctor. I just put the coat on, bro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. TFYLP, you never know what to expect. <laughs> no, you know to expect total world devastation. And chaos. You guys have the total... You guys have a weird, weird attitude here. You need to be more gung-ho. You need to dominate. You need to destroy everything in your path. That's why I'm here, because I'm here to... Uh, what are we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> I totally lost. Why is, why is my face on the screen now? What is that me? <laughs> what are we doing here? What's yeah. up? TMYLP. Yeah, Can you guys see this? We're totally ass kicking monsters. What yeah. are you doing? Dude, this is so I've been up there this whole time. You just noticed? That, uh, that dude in yeah, the white shirt, what's... he loves my mom. What? I'm offended. What happened? <laughs> How did I get in this room? What? Who are you guys? What's up? I see. How did this happen? Uh, there's a guy praying. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Am I in support group? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes, and you have to send us all $5. It's so like, hello, my name mm. is Duran. Uh, I Duran's go by Weird Wolf on the boards, and I'm addicted to Transformers. That's oh, it. Duran. <laughs> yes, and I would like to introduce you to Kitty Rose, who likes to stick bullet trains in her. Oh, no. See, <laughs> I wonder if she actually listens to our show. I don't she know. Should. Hey, oh. we'd love to have Kitty Rose as a guest, special guest on our uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I just asked for a uh, triple changer earlier uh, while I was at work, and I was just my mind was just going off into a Neverland. Yeah, it was would, just going off. It would it would turn from a robot to a bulldozer to a dildo with actual pump, pumping action. It would be called the dildozer. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> you put too much thought into that one. Wow. <laughs> the tank treads would like move back and forth, oh, and they would and they would flip around, and make the dildo end. It would just pump back and forth. The same electronics would work the whole thing. And then the masterpiece version will feature only two ball joints, correct? Well, there there would be a uh, remold uh, where the dildo will be replaced with a butt plug. I haven't come up with a name for him yet, though. Mm. Oh, it's a him. Okay, okay. Vibratron. 
Well, it's Stuart. <laughs> Stuart. Yeah. Name him Gary. Or, or Master Shooter. <laughs> Just name him Gary. <laughs> Gary. 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 Gary, you fit me so well, like a sweater. <laughs> oh, and you can have the pink repaint, I would call it Fierce. Fierce. Hey, Chad, do you feel fierce tonight? Like, are you really fierce and angry now that we've been talking about you? Are you just going to be crying? Transformers for your ribbed pleasure. Chad. Actually, the name I wanted to call the podcast would work better for this the way it's going. Yeah. I ribbed for her. Rip, burp, burp, burp. Yeah, that's, that, that's all we heard. Dude, get it together. <laughs> This laptop doesn't like this uh, hangout. But, yeah, our uh, our, uh, our our podcast. If if you're new to our podcast, we we tend to go places that most Transformer po- uh, collectors podcast uh, don't. I guess that's why iTunes gave us the explicit tag. <laughs> but you know, um, you can't take the dildozer without getting the explicit tag. Yeah, that's right. at least we at least you guys earned it today. I'm proud of you. Well, you know, it people, didn't take just me. I, I've heard people knock us and say, you know, you guys are so uh, so immature on your show. You know, it's like we collect freaking toys. You know, You're we're right. going. Uh, you know, we're like we're like eight year olds stuck in adults' bodies. I mean, why not make dick jokes while we're at it? You know, so okay, that that's what gets me. They're complaining about that. So why are they listening to a toy podcast that are even saying anything about that about? So they're the immature ones. If you yeah. have people who <laughs> record a podcast about toys who want to pretend to be mature, that's what the other podcasts are for. But yeah. you see, you guys, I would like to talk about the articulation and the price points that relate to each one of my purchases in the future. And I just don't believe they're talking about dildos and incorrectly placed anatomy is really on my agenda. I would like to know. Somebody more. needs to get G1 scatter shot right now. <laughs> this is just, you guys are ridiculous. I see where this is going. <laughs> he said. Let's see here. Oh, we're, we're Googling. No, I'm. Uh, I'm... Podcast is for people who embrace their immaturity. We collect toys, let's act like children. Yes. Yes. Uh, trying what to. What are we looking for? We need uh, information here. You can't just leave dead air, bro. No. I'll, I do I'll, it all the time. Later. Anybody know what time it is? It is time. time it is howdy duty time. It's eleven fourteen. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been going for two hours and thirty minutes. So uh, we've been rocking the house for we two have, and a half hours. Bro. I, I've had a lot Come of fun. I, I, I don't know about you. I've had fun. I've had fun. Even with Chad here. I mean, yeah. you know. Chad looks like he's having a lot of fun too. Oh yeah, he, of course he's in a very dark place, yeah. and we can only. He see doesn't look like face. he's in someone's bushes waiting for them to go to sleep at all. <laughs> Check out what I found. I'm actually, hey, the funny thing is, is, I'm right outside your car right now. Yeah, what color is it? Oh wow, I don't know. It's dark. Switch. Switch. Check it out. What's up? What? Mmm, I know those. Is that? Uh, is this someone else's collection or is this yours? That's uh, somebody else's. Yeah, mine's yeah, not this expensive yeah. yet. Yeah, go back, go back down. Are we showing this on the screen here? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know Mellow Mutt? Because he oh. owes me thousands of dollars for getting me to try to obtain every one of these cassettes. If you ever have a question about cassettes, that's the guy to talk to. He is one of the coolest cats ever, ever. I mean, he's real cool about letting you know stuff. 
Uh, you know, he might be a little slow to respond because he's kind of a busy dude, but yeah, he has like the most, I mean, just the most monstrous cassette collection you will ever see in your life. Oh, looking at these pictures, I just remembered out of my wallet all the way back for two and a half hours ago. I actually picked up the Grand Slam and Rain Dance without the weapons, but mint condition, perfect chrome, perfect paint for $5 from Pete Sinclair. Wow. Holy crap, dude. That's a steal. Can, can yeah, you, no weapon. Can you beat that? I, I haven't seen, like, usually just buying one half of those would cost you 25 to 30 bucks without the weapons. Yeah, yeah these were, there was no weapons. It was just the figures. But I had to have them because the the chrome on the chest was mint, and all the, the, the cassette paint apps were perfect. Now that one I'll buy for you right now. Cause I have some <clears throat> no, I, I bought it because I wanted it. Well, because I have mint weapons. So, I have knockoff weapons that are mint. Yeah, yeah but they're knockoffs. You can't, they look fine you on can't display. So. You can't mix and match. But yeah, Mellow Mud on TFW, man, that dude will... I would bet those are vintage right there. He will screw your life up if you look at his cassette collection. I know he uh, he has single-handedly had me spend thousands of dollars <laughs> just on cassettes. So be, be, be wary of what you get into. Like some of these I have, I actually, I'm lucky enough to say I have a couple of these, although I need that micro enemy. That's the one vintage I need. So mm. let's put that down before I start crying. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting there, man. That's the one I've missed out on two this year. And I'm just like, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. So let's, let's, before we go, let's, let's see how many fans does Greg have? Who's Sin Chicken? Anybody know who Sin Chicken 00 is? No clue. Negatory. Negatory? You guys do not know your fan base. What's up with that? Mellow uh, Mutt? We have fans. Mellow Mutt is Cassette <laughs> Jesus. This is news to us. That's a good one. No, it's Cassette hmm? Jesus. He likes to mow yards. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I don't know. There, there's like tons and tons of comments. Maybe you guys should, uh, you guys obviously have some people watching, so, you know, yeah. check that out. Just saying. Well, for sure. For you sure. never know. For sure. Going on. Well, um, We're playing gay chicken. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, I believe that'll wrap us up this week for Transformers for Your Listening Pleasure, uh, episode number 68. Uh, hope you all have enjoyed the show, and uh, we do broadcast on a weekly basis. Um, you can visit tftalk.net and uh, download past episodes and view past episodes. Uh, and we also have a forum there. Uh, we are also on Twitter at TFYLP and also on Facebook. Uh, and uh, check out the tftalk.net website. Uh, website. Um, sometime tomorrow I will have up the information and the, uh, the image links that you can use on uh, the forums so that you can win the Keese Fantasy Club Justice Iron Paw. Provided to you by CapturedPrey.com. Once we reach 100 subscribers, uh, then we will go through and pick one one person. And make sweet love to them in their ear. Yes. No. With our mouth. (laughs) With our mouth, bro. Like we've been doing for two and a half hours. Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) You guys are so weird. Yes. Yes, especially Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hands on the thing. totally missed that. It's He's like, wow. <laughs> oh. oh, my head's going down, but it's going up. It's so... And that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's like the greatest night ever. <laughs> thank you all for joining us at TFYLP. Uh, Chad, thank you for joining us. Plasticon, Cyburn 2, Insane Galvatron, and myself, and, well, this guy here. Swade thank you for 66. having me on, uh, uh, Mike and Plasticon, and you other guys, whatever. Nobody cares. We'll see you on the boards, and we'll see you next time on Transformers for your listening pleasure. This is Weirwolf signing off. Good night. Good night. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha, <laughs> ha,